Oh, I'm sorry, Bob. Were you talking about the weight? Were you seeing if Todd <laughs> have, has ever heard the weight? <laughs> the weight? Oh, Todd, perhaps you did not notice that the bird is the weight. <laughs> the bird. I like it. Welcome to another fantastic episode, number 157, for SchnozCast. This is Bob. I'm joined by my phenomenal co-hosts, Nick Bader, Corey Seleski, Todd Dillon, and special guest Greg Gumto. We have a lot of a lot of shit to get through tonight. Booze news. We're going to air a few grievances, do a lightning round, gentlemen's agreement, pick of the week, and we might actually give a shot to this bad people game that we tried to start couple of weeks ago. Actually, I think it was last week. It was last yeah, week. Yeah, it was last week. It all, it all just came screaming back to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gentlemen, how are you? How's everybody? Delightful. Hey, oh, Corey. hey. <laughs> Beat you to it. Mighty. Fantastic. Greg Gumto. Yes. Good to see you again, my friend. I Welcome feel- back. Your dreams will you <laughs> see I, knew that was <laughs> I know the show. Why is no one else words. joining me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's Mr. your homework Cotter. assignment. That's our homework assignment for next week, Todd. You must learn the lyrics to Welcome Back, Cotter. Because next sweat, next week, sweat hogs, right? Uh, yes, exactly. Corey was a show in the seventies. Next week, we I've will have a, another return guest, Mister James Krabby Pappas. So he says. So we're going to have, yeah, that's true. It is a touch and go situation. Mm-hmm. Crabby, but, uh, but if he's here, then we're going to bust out that song again, Todd. And I want you ready. Got it. Greg. Yes. I feel like you're trying to make a run for the most podcast visits, the most frequent guest. I yeah. Thought he, I thought he was going to make a run for the border based on that. <laughs> 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 Shh. <laughs> you've, you've been here quite a while and we love it when you come, but I feel like. You're trying to unseat the. I don't. I don't want to know what the record is because then I'm going to try to beat it. So uh, it's like 26 or 27, something like that. Who's at 26 or 27? Joe Guido. No. He hasn't been on that many times, dude. At the, uh, I made a table mm. at the 100th episode. He'd been on 25 times. You never made me a table. I did. I put it in one note. It's for all of us. Oh, oh God, I got maybe it. If you've <laughs> went, maybe you ever went to one note. So yeah, but at the time, Greg only had one. And since I think he's been like here every episode since episode one hundred. So has he dethroned Joe Guido? Uh, that it I don't really think it, so, it but sticks he's like a, a frog in my throat just thinking about saying that Joe has been here the most of any guest. Yeah, yes. Yeah, but have you counted all the times he's walked out? Did you count those? <laughs> did you if count he, those as those are halves? Those are halves. <laughs> if he was ever in the room to start uh, the show okay. and actually mm-hmm. introduce himself. Even if he walked out five minutes later, yeah, I would count that. <laughs> and by the way, I would count it because... Yeah, that's, a, that's a guest appearance. It's a guest appearance because uh, that means he was in the description for the show. And if he was only here for five minutes, I would not put his fucking name in the description. I'd be too mad. Yeah. Understandable. But, yeah. But just like Joe, you know, like Greg is possibly approaching that number. I made some notes in one oh, note boy. for... Yeah. 
Well, he knows that as soon as Corey starts to have all the inevitable babies that he's going to have, yeah. that there's going to be an opening. That is true. I see what you're doing. Uh huh. There will so, not be an opening. <laughs> <laughs> I was rinsing my mouth out. <laughs> Why do you think I said it right then and there? <laughs> yeah. So, gentlemen, take a look at the notes whenever you get a chance. It'll remind you to put Greg in his place. Wow. Yeah, that's the notes. Uh, take Greg down a peg. Greg, look, angling for record. Bring him down to earth. Break his spirit. Todd, Todd took out Danielle, but she was an easy target because she didn't want to be here anyhow. <laughs> so, Corey wants to be here, so he's going to claw his way back in, so you got to be very careful. Yeah. Back in? I haven't been out, motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think I think if there was a like a, a fun board of the podcast faces that was all up, up on the wall, yours would have like a little stopwatch next to it that was ticking down to. Like we right actually now. do have a fun board, say, but it kept we, falling. It's, it's gone. Yeah, that was. It's right on the floor. Right I there. think I spent like twelve dollars buying that board, and I think I saw it for like three weeks, and then it no, fell I've never seen it again. No, no, it went up a million times. But you, you guys started getting really mad because I had like six stars for making Danielle laugh. Yeah, you oh, always get yeah. the fucking star. And, no one else would. And you go, hey, all right, is this even a game anymore? <laughs> yeah. I'm willing to throw that $12 away. Just take that board and throw it in the trash. <laughs> Spent $12 on worse, I'm sure. We'll find another reason uh, to use it. Will we? We will. All right, so uh, let's get into housekeeping, I guess. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, thank you for joining us. We're here every week at this time with... Uh, Ep- with recorded episodes dropping on the following Friday. So if you're following us out on social media, uh, on the streaming services like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Pandora, Amazon Music, or anywhere else where you can get them, go ahead and give us a like and subscribe so that when new episodes drop, you'll get a notification. Out on social media, you can follow us at Instagram, Facebook, and on YouTube at Schnozcast with new video episodes dropping on Fridays as well. If you want to email us, you can get us at schnozcast at gmail.com, or you can call or text us at 618-SHOCKER. The Shocker line, open and ready for your calls. Yeah. So since we've, <laughs> we're probably not going to get any calls unless they come to you in the middle of the night from people in Guam who've decided to play a gag. On the Myanmar, Shnozcast. I think, is where we get a lot of calls. Always be Guam to me. <laughs> no, Burma. That's right. That's what I said. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, you, they, you can definitely still text us uh, upon hearing the episodes once they drop on Fridays and let us know what you think. Gentlemen. We're, we're forcing the hand of the listeners. I feel like we've been doing that for a while, but yeah. no one's ever taken the bait. Well, that's not true. Well, we've a had question. a couple. A couple from Scotty Moore. Yeah, go ahead, Todd. Have we, what, have we, are, when are we going to start marketing our first, our next live uh, show though i mean when are, when are we gonna when are we gonna start marketing that when is when, that, when are we gonna drop that on when we're away from the last live show we did that's more than two weeks <laughs> <laughs> i think we talked about doing one one a quarter so sometime gotcha. between now and end of march we gotta schedule it yeah so we'll have to work on that okay <laughs> all right then <laughs> we know one of the live shows is going to be on the beach because we love those waves that actually didn't work out too bad. No, I don't think so either. It what did. It didn't sound like that. It was great. That surprisingly took painstakingly long to set up. Well, there's well, a lot yeah. of drinking going on. Yeah. I mean, around a beach. 
Yeah, plus we had a crowd. We had to deal with the crowd going, what's uh, what's going on over here? You guys setting up a band? Yeah. You guys getting ready to play on the beach? Where are your guitars? You've never I seen, don't see any amps. You've never seen people more disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> we did do a very good job disappointing them. <laughs> oh, everyone. Every yeah. single person. The brave souls, you know, the, the onlookers, a, a lot of them, just the looky-loos, just were kind of like, huh. But we had, a, we had a few liquid couragers that walked up, you know, flat-footed with their fat feet. And we're like, so what's you guys doing? What are you guys doing? I don't remember anyone coming up with that. Yeah, it was some lady. Some lady. <laughs> I come all the way from Queens. She was he- she was heavy footing across the flat lawn. And, yeah. The In, four Fs. Into the sand. Flat footed on the flat lawn with her fat feet. She was. <laughs> or she came over. Fucking Ethel with her like, one tip bigger than huh. the other. I see we uh, <laughs> see we haven't really been taking care of our uh, feet there, uh, Karen. <laughs> I remember once we once she figured out like what we were doing. We we're like, yeah, we're a podcast. We're we're not. Uh, oh, well, you look like you're playing instruments. No, we're not playing any instruments. Well, so we're we're doing a podcast, and it's gonna be like, oh, <laughs> that was like the end of it. As we were setting up nothing to do with instruments. <laughs> yeah. It was so disappointing, Greg. Mostly be- on my laptop. <laughs> mostly because <laughs> it was a beautiful day. Yeah. Like of all the days that we had there, it might have been the best day that we had. Sun was shining, it was gorgeous. Temperature perfect, waves lapping in. They could have been anywhere around us, even out of earshot on the beach, but they all decided, like, nope, going back to my room. Well, yeah, I mean, people were in the courtyard. So, of course, you're facing the water. And we, like idiots, are setting up thousands of dollars worth of equipment on the only beachfront there, facing the opposite direction from the water. So it looked like we were setting a stage. Not to mention, I was wearing a cowboy hat. So <laughs> they were just waiting for... Made out, made out of... Ladies uh, and gentlemen, Tracy Morgan. Yeah. Because I remember she did say... Tracy Morgan? She's like... <laughs> <laughs> That was a weird reference to drop, yeah, but... For country music, yes. <laughs> it's tr- oh, Morris, Trace Adkins? Trace. Oh, it's a stand-up show. There's, yeah. there's <laughs> Trace Adkins, there's uh, Craig Morgan, there's a lot of different... It's, it's just you a mixture. just made up that Craig Morgan. No, Craig Morgan's a big country artist. All right, I'll look him up. take your word for look it. Look him up. I refuse to look him up. Google Let's just him. say you're right. Google him. He is. Oh, there's Tracy Lawrence. Tracy Lawrence. You yeah. Joey Lawrence? No. <laughs> I'd never heard of Tracy Lawrence. In my Neither life. have I. Tracy Lawrence. Well, because he's a country. See, singer. now he's just making up names. Because he up. knows that I will never look them up. So I have to look it up. He's right. Something crazy like Keith Urban. <laughs> Urban. Now that's, that's fake. Not <laughs> There's no way that's real. All right, let's go to some booze news, Corey. And now it's time for booze news. <laughs> Mr. Todd Dillon, I'm going to start with you, sir. Yes, sir. So a few weeks back, I was talking about uh, the invention uh, where you soak your soak your testicles in a warm bath uh, as an, as a birth control means of birth control. And, that was a great uh, day on the show. I remember that. It, yes. Well, I have a new 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 news story. Uh, the news story starts: Great balls of fire. Hey, Todd. How heating up? Te- yep. You leave your new new off this podcast, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how heating up testicles with nanoparticles might one day be a form of male birth control. So I'll jump cut to the chase. Nano, nano contraception is based on the idea of nanoparticles. So basically they have, they're about 100 nanometers in diameter, or roughly 
one thousandth, one thousandth the width of a piece of paper. That's pretty small. Uh, or a strand of human hair. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the clarification. I wanted to know. <laughs> Robin Williams knew yeah. about it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and can somehow be delivered to the testicles where they can be warmed. Uh, if you could warm up the testicles just a bit, you would have a, you have a way to turn sperm production on and off at, at will because the warmer they get, the less fertile they become. Uh, but it's a delicate process because the testicles can be irreversibly destroyed if they become too warm. <laughs> the tissue dies and can no longer produce sperm. Hold, even when, hold on. Yeah. A side effect is that your testicles could be irreversibly destroyed? Yes. That's all. Yes. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> no. Keep going. Now, now I'm going to fast forward because here's where it gets mean. You know those people who are mad? <laughs> yeah, destroying your, your, your testicles are, wasn't are done, mean enough. But that's but no, no, no. It, <laughs> I'm going to take, take it to a whole nother level. Okay. A whole nother level. So you know how people are mad if you rub makeup in the eyes of monkeys and mice because when we're testing them to see if it's going to sting human eyes? I mean, I've seen it a thousand times. It's a, yeah. it's a horrible sight. I always yes. I, okay. I get a little choked up. So in July of 2021, Sun Teams published a paper on, on its latest findings. The nanorods uh, in the new method are composed of magnetic iron oxide instead of gold, and they are coated with citric acid instead of ethyl glycol. Ethylene glycol but they have the same size and shape as earlier nanorods. So first, uh, the magnetic particles are injected into mice's veins, and then the animals were euthanized. A magnet was then placed near their testicles for four hours, drawing the nanoparticles there. This, this procedure injection, followed by magnetic targeting, was, daily, was done daily for one to four days. Uh, after, the, after the last day of the treatment, an electric coil was wrapped around the testicles, through which current was passed. This introduced magnetic field that heated up the nanorods and therefore the testicles. Similar temperatures increased from a baseline of 29C to 37 to 42C were observed through this method. More days, the more days a mouse had been injected with nanorods, the hotter its testicles became. Hotter testicles led to atrophy and shrinkage, but they showed gradual recovery over 30, 60 days after the treatment as long as the testicle temperatures were kept below 45C. So these guys are freaking nuking mice's nuts for four days in a row to figure out if warming your nuts up will help you be and did I not he- make babies. And did I hear ethylene glycol was involved? Uh, that, was repl- that was replaced by citric acid. Yeah. The original test said that's, ethylene glycol. Yeah, that's good because uh, people used to be, if, if you've ever watched like Investigation Discovery, people used to get... Uh, poisoned all the time with antifreeze and oh yeah yeah that's the sweetness and it was uh well it never used to have a flavor so they made it taste very disgusting so people would notice when it's in their food but the poisoning from that was ethylene glycol poisoning and when you get ethylene glycol poisoning it basically crystallizes either the cells or your blood or your muscles or something so it's an absolutely like horrible horrible death so that's good they replaced yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with citric acid. Yeah. I, I just have one question. But they're nuking mice nuts, dude. I have one question. <laughs> Nick Bader, how yes. did you make it all the way through that that booze news article and you couldn't make it through two two minutes of reading the rules for the card game last week? Uh because I, I find it interesting. <laughs> it was a clunky I, ride, though. I, I, I also think we knew where the fair, card fair enough. Where the card game was going. And that it wasn't going to be that simple to just figure out on the spot. With that, there's nothing you. I'm, Todd's already got it figured out. He's reading. He's got an article. Yeah, I've told. I've told okay. you. I have told you guys. Right. 
uh, like a few. I'm just saying. I'm sorry, buddy. If you recall, if you recall from when we went up north for the boys' weekend, when I'm like in a frame of mind where I just want to like drink or hang out, I don't want to learn a new game. Like I don't want to sit down and like okay. So let's read through the direction. Like, I don't want to learn something. Like, I, not I don't want to learn something, but I don't want to be taught something new like that. And this is just an, kind of an article that was just interesting. And that was like, you really have to pay attention so you know what the fuck you're doing, you know? Same thing with up north. You guys got all bent out of shape when I refused to learn euchre. <laughs> <laughs> I was fine with it. I didn't care. Oh, he was not fine with it. It takes like one second to learn euchre. You just have to be drunk. Well, <laughs> you, you and I both know Michigan that, rule. Todd, but he was like, nope, not interested. But it wasn't like... <laughs> he Todd, would not be swayed. Todd, it wasn't like offering it to me. It became it, it became from like... It became like he was going to offer it, and then it was, if you don't do this, you're going to ruin our weekend. And it, it like really turned into <laughs> well, that. To and be he's fair. Like, he's like, well, I'm glad I brought this up because it takes four people to play, and it, now we, I said... To be fair, there were only four of us there, and three of us were already sitting down... Like ready to play. I said, then we needed him. I go. Otherwise, you can't play. He with goes three. play. He goes. Well, now we don't have a fourth person. I said, we'll just play with three. You can't. Okay, you can't. So I guess we're not doing it. Glad I brought this. I'm like, you're welcome for coming to my was cabin. That <laughs> that or, was that me or Joe? Yo, it was you. You're you're mad. Yeah. Okay. You got over it relatively quickly, and it was before we oh, started good. drinking. Oh, good. But you were just really mad that I. You're like, come on. I'm like, no, I don't. My brain could not process that you wouldn't just give it a. Uh, and it, thankfully. I got over it quickly. Yes, yeah. and then I got like uh, finger wagged because uh, I was I was Michigan shamed. You are from Michigan, and you don't want to learn euchre. That da, is da, da. True. I'm like, that okay, that doesn't work on me. I don't care. <laughs> like math. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't blame a girl for trying. <laughs> yeah. Just because it doesn't work on you doesn't mean I'm not going to try. Yeah. All right, Todd. Um, sorry to deal re- derail your uh, hot hot mouse nuts no, story. I can't believe that. More people aren't up in arms about freaking nuking mice nuts. I mean, we feed mice to snakes. Yeah, I mean, I. That's cool. We had. I one. think they're one of those species that we don't Every, mind. Everybody, everybody crowded around, watched the the snake get fed. Uh, again, that's still. <laughs> this is sanctioned torture. <laughs> what What if the snake is like eating the nuts first? I mean, that would be torturous, wouldn't it? <laughs> if only that was how it works. <laughs> yeah. All right, Nick, you got a story? Uh, I do, but um, I have something else I'm going to show on. I can say the booze news for next week. Oh, okay. Um, if Corey, he's had it on the screen the entire time. Up until, <laughs> Just taking it Up off. until this point, he took it down. <laughs> doing it now? That's too long. So <laughs> I'm taking this Yeah, we off. can move on and come back to it if you want. All right. Uh, yeah, so until you're putting up the next one. It, so are other people able to? Oh. <laughs> okay, That's Dr. Your, Flores. All your chiropractic needs. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's gone again. I, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> yeah, are we? The whole time. Are we? Are we talking about the picture? Or we're, we? Well, he, it's he, okay. All right, Corey, stay. Leave it. <laughs> Good. Good oh, you hit the back button. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So this is pretty interesting. So this is uh, the Super Tramp album cover for, uh, that was released in 1979. Um, the album, I don't know what... It's Breakfast in America. Okay, Breakfast in America is yeah. the album. So if you can't see it, I find it's it's super interesting because it's um, like a woman that... A waitress in a diner. She's holding up a tray um, with a backdrop of New York City. It says Super Tramp at the top. Um, and she's holding, she's holding a menu. Um, 
and there's like a beer or something on top of the tray. And on the menu, it says breakfast in America. No big deal. I'm going to say it's orange juice. That's Yeah, not. maybe it's orange juice. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a screwdriver. Sure. Um, but I thought it was super cool. I didn't want to use super like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it That's was cool. That's it, the but whole story. Forget it. Take the picture down. So the interesting part about this album that came out in 1979 is that there's a lot of correlations with 9-11 on this album. So, one, you're looking out at New York City with the, the Twin Towers in the background. You're looking out at New York City from a plane. Um, breakfast time is the time of day when 9-11 happened. Uh, you can see there's a little plane on the menu. And, Corey, if you switch to the second picture. Yep, you're going to give me one second for that. Yep. I was just fixing myself a cocktail. So if you switch to the second picture, the second picture is basically is just the album cover mirrored. Um, and then I'll show you what I mean. So if you look at Super Tramp mirrored, it says 9-11 right over each tower. Wow. Oh, so is your assertion here that Super Tramp is responsible for 9-11? Uh, were there some... It's like the Simpsons things. You know, how the Simpsons predicted the future and like yeah. a lot of their episodes. I just think it's it's very coincidental um, that it's literally 9-11 right over the, t- not off to the left, right over each tower. And you're looking out of a plane. It's breakfast time. Uh, there's a plane on the menu. I, I thought that was interesting. So it was something that I saw on, um, I don't know if it was another radio show or podcast, but I was like, huh, that's, that's really crazy. Isn't that interesting? I, so, I, quite I, the coincidence. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever looked at this album cover because I'd never owned the album. Mm-hmm. And Joe loves Super Tramp, and therefore I tend to shy away from Super Tramp. <laughs> but looking at the album cover, so are the buildings supposed to be like salt shakers and uh, that's that's what it looks like. That's kind of what it looks like. Yeah, like breakfast, like in a diner kind of thing, because you got the breakfast plate right there. Yeah, and then all the different. So like, it could I don't be know if it's an ahead. age thing. I'm not seeing any. Of, I'm not seeing any of the shit that you pointed out. <laughs> Um, so if, if Corey were to, could zoom- you start over from the beginning? Yeah. If no, no, Corey- I, 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 I'm just staring. I don't see it. It might be like the Kramer photo. So right there is a nine. <laughs> you see my cursor, Todd. Yeah. And then there's one, one next to it. Okay. So that's nine 11. Um, you can see the window frame around that's looking out from a plane. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And she's supposed to be the, obviously the statue of mm-hmm. Liberty. She's supposed to be the statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. Right, and, right. Right. And right. on, on the menu, is there's a little airplane like on there is yeah on the uh, menu right at the end. I don't see that yeah it's right at the end see it flying to the left Corey to the oh, left oh oh gotcha coming yep. off yep. of the word breakfast yep I see where right there the word breakfast is kind of in cursive oh and there's a line okay. that comes in I guess there's a plane on the end of yep. it to yeah, show yeah. Flight. okay I okay. mean well actually the only the only the, I very interesting the only, I'm, I'm curious to know how many uh, uh, how many Albums, camp, uh, oh, ad campaigns, whatever. Leverage that view of New York City, though. How famous is that shot? I think that shot's probably fairly famous for those for for New York. The Twin Towers certainly were. They were been in a lot of you know photographs and movies and TV shows. Um, I don't know. I, I'm, but I don't know if you guys remember on that. It, it, I remember. It's, I was, it's really crazy. I was uh, going to college, and it was very early in the morning. 
I was sleeping. It was like 7 a.m., 8 a.m. Yeah. 8 a.m., I think. Well, I was going to say, I, was, I, was, I, I, I thought it was happened. a little bit later because I was. And it was a bright, sunny day like it's depicted in the picture. Go ahead. Like, yeah, because I was on my way into EMC, Bob. Yeah. I went, I, I, they would pull the TVs out in the office. I remember that day. I was in the hospital. My son had been born. Jack had been born the day before. Wow, shit. And, yeah, I left to go home. I, don't, may, I may have told this on the podcast before, but I can't remember. I left to go home to let the dog out and take a shower while Christy and Jack were at the hospital and grab a few things. And so I missed like the eight through the first plane and all that kind of stuff. I drove back, parked, walking, walked into the hospital, walked, took the elevator up to the floor. And I, as I was walking past, I noticed that there were a bunch of people gathered around the television, but it didn't occur to me. I had other things to think about. So I just walked right past them. I walked in the room and she's like, have you seen this? And that was right when the second plane hit. And we got the fuck out of there immediately, immediately. Yeah. I remember that like nobody's. I was dry. I was. They it, they didn't know that it was actually an attack. The first plane it hit when I started hearing about it. Yeah. Uh, and and they were still wondering if it was just. If I thought when I, the news coverage was still so early, I thought that like somebody with in like in a two seater plane got off course trying to get a good picture and crashed into the tower. There, it was yeah. at that point not a big, big. And then as I got closer to the office, it was worse and worse. When I got into the office. People were pulling out radios and televisions and the like. I was sleeping. I remember the most. I was watch. I was sitting right next to the TV because I got up to go to college and uh, classes were canceled. My dad called. He's like, "Turn the TV on." And uh, so I, I was watching it from start to finish. But the the most horrifying thing I remember was when the first one collapsed because I don't think any of us were expecting that. And I was like, "Yeah, holy shit!" You know, because everyone just thought like. Oh God! Well, you know, there's going to be some casualty, but you know, it looks like they're probably getting everybody out. You know, you saw the fire department really getting everyone out and everything like that. And then when that happened, and then the second, it was like I didn't expect a building of that large to just absolutely crumble immediately. That's you know, it. Yeah, I was <clears throat> I was still at Dearborn High, yeah. and we had a half day, uh, a scheduled half day that day. It was whether this had happened or not, uh, and we had left. And me and two of my buddies were walking through. Cutting through the back of Dearborn High, there was a bunch of woods you could go through to get out to military, a different road to where we were going to walk to get lunch. And as I remember, we were walking through those woods, and we're like, man, something's really, really weird. And living in, in Dearborn, we're right underneath a flight path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it doesn't occur to you until you're elsewhere, because you, while you're living there, it just kind of, after so long, yeah. you get so used to it. Uh, but when it stops, then you realize it's gone. So we're walking through the woods. We're like, what is going, like, what's really weird right now that is it, we, we couldn't put our finger on it. And actually when we got out of that, the woods to military, um, my buddy Gabe, his mom pulled up in her minivan, just like by happenstance, happened to be driving down the road and see us, saw us coming out of the wood line. And she's like, boys, get in. Like we're, everyone's going home. And we're like, oh, what's going on? We, so we had no clue at this point. Yeah. And she, she told us about what was happening in New York and we're like, oh, and then. She's like, yeah, all the flights are canceled. And we're like, that's what was weird. We couldn't hear a single plane flying over. Dead silent. Had she heard that or did she think you guys were playing grab ass in the woods? Probably thought we were sucking <laughs> each other off. But um, but it, and it really, to, even at that point, it wasn't. Come on, Corey, it again. Was, it was made worse by the fact that Corey asked for a rag as soon as he got it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have any mouthwash? <laughs> What's that on your lip? At the time, I didn't have a beard, so it wiped right off. <laughs> I said, we are nowhere near a Cinnabon. Um, <laughs> and that's how you make a 911 story. <laughs> <laughs> but the, 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 the craziest part was when I got home and my dad was commander at the time, so very high up. 
in the department, would never be doing anything crazy on the street. Uh, he roared up in the driveway in a fully marked scout car, which his was it was completely uh, undercover car. There was no markings on it, whatever. So clearly it wasn't his car. It was a car he grabbed from the, the motor pool. And he got out, and he had a full tack vest on with an M4 slung around his chest that my dad didn't even know how to use an M4. <laughs> <laughs> so, Seriously? Uh, he might have had a little bit of an idea, but not, not okay. like the guys do now. Right. Um, and seeing that and him running up the driveway – I was like, oh, man, this is really not good. <laughs> so that, that's when it really kind of fully hit well, the, the circumstances that were occurring. Yeah, I had just graduated college the Friday before. And I was still living at home. And I, I remember waking up because my dad was like, a plane hit the tower, and I rolled over in bed. I was like, huh? Okay. Went back to sleep. I knew something was up because I was driving to bowling that day, and Drew <laughs> and Mike were still on. Yeah. It's like 4 o'clock. 4 in the afternoon. It's yeah. 4, 430. I'm like, and they're still on, like. So you didn't really. It didn't I hit you slept, until four I p.m. Slept, I, I slept till three. Oh I would. God. I mean, I was up playing video games until like four, or five o'clock in the morning. I heard about it at nine twelve. And uh, Greg's like, man, the silence with those planes out of the sky well, made for some but good I was rest. In, I was living in South Lyon. There's no planes that fly over. Got to bowling real That's quick. True. No but one was on the road. I, I drove to Dearborn. You know, I had to drive to Mercury. Yeah. I get to Mercury. I still don't know exactly what's going on because they haven't said anything on the radio. They had it on the news there, yeah. and I can remember driving through Dearborn because I had to go get gas for my vehicle and my aunt. I filled up all everyone's vehicle. I'm like, Crazy walk in there. Crazy gas nobody. prices that day, huh? Well, there was one. I, I do remember because I stopped at a gas station in South Lyon on the way home. Yeah, I always went in there, but like I saw one gas station was at like 4 or $5 a gallon. I get into the gas station that I go to in South Lyon. Well, it was in Novi or Northfield and whatever. But uh, I go to say hi to my friend Amir. Pretty much is what I did. I go in, I grab a couple things, and then he wasn't there. He goes, uh, "Oh well, the the Dearborn gas stations were crazy because they had some Arabic playing over the loudspeaker. The guy wouldn't look me in the face. Any person in there, you know, it's all Arabic. Yeah. Nobody would look at me. Not one person. It was it was yeah, weird. but that's probably not any different from right no, now. No, because I mean, they probably don't look at you now. <laughs> did you, did no, you, they well, t- no, I they totally do. They call me by yeah. name. That's so good to horns? see you. No, I no, I did not. I I had like just a small beard and uh, <laughs> yeah, I was, was going to say this could have been the time where you had a beard and horns. Yeah. No, it was, this uh, was that still time. September. I'm I didn't not, have it for another. Uh, if you if you don't know, not familiar with Dearborn in Michigan. Dearborn is uh, probably the largest Arab American mm-hmm. population in the United States outside, outside of, of uh, overseas. Right. Yep. So that morning, and, and these are all you know, uh, my kids played soccer with them I, I i know a lot of arabic people in the, in the city who are just normal people but there was a lot of anti-arab sentiment that day because people were confused they were frightened and they were scared and so they were probably rightly you know concerned and scared themselves yeah i mean this gas station i went to all the time you know it was right it was right on the corner of uh Warren and Schaefer. Right. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a gas station I go to a lot, and the guy would, like, yeah, straight down, didn't say anything. Yeah. So, that was crazy. Tough day. I, we spent it upstairs the, in the bedroom all day with uh, Jack, who's, who was one day old, just laying on the bed, and we we're just watching a TV. The amount of day. unmarked police cars that were going around yeah. Dearborn was insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really was. It was crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It didn't really hit me right. until... Uh, I can't remember what network we were watching, but um, they happened to catch jumpers, 
you know, jumping out of the building. Oh, I remember that. That, oh. that that really hit home for me, the the fact that all of these people were faced with some kind of crazy choice, either burn to death in the building or jump to your death, and they picked jumping. And right. it, was, it was horrible. Uh, whatever, whatever station we caught it on that, that happened to catch it, oh, didn't, mean, didn't mean to. They weren't focusing on it, and they very quickly, like, shifted yep. away because it's just the kind of thing you don't want to see. So, all right, super tramp, all right, and super tramp. <laughs> <laughs> and what better way to trans to transition out of that to uh, an airing of grievances section where Todd Dillon can regale us with what's pissing him off in the world today? Am, am I the only one who can uh, air grievances? But okay, okay, I'll take, I'll take it, I'll take it. <laughs> so my my this is a this is a minor nit, but it is annoying, and people do it all the time. So. Have any, has any of you ever been to the grocery store shopping and then you're trying to make your way down the aisle and then some person has got, they're browsing salts or whatever, but they have their, their cart in the middle of the aisle so that you can't get past and then you politely stop and you know that they see in their periphery, but they don't actually make a move right away. They're still like perusing instead of going, oh, sorry, I'm an asshole for leaving my shit in the middle of the aisle. Yes, 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 I have. <laughs> that, I, I, give them, I give them two seconds and then I move their cart. I 100% same thing. And, and depending upon the look I have just gotten from them, uh, it might be violently moving their cart. Yeah, I don't even care what look they give me because they usually look at me like, oh. <laughs> they I, dude, I want, I want to shove them into the thing. And, 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 and I, have, I have a sad admission. Oh, I was no. in the store with, with my wife. And didn't she freaking park her cart in the middle and walk somewhere else to get something? I'm like, oh, take your no. car with her. I'm like, yonder. You didn't want to be that jackass. At I'm least, like, you're one of them. At least you stuck to your guns and, and told her right then and there. I, I did. I chased you down. I thought, dude, I'm not in a very diverse community. I risk getting crushed by any people in that store because I freaking went after her. But yeah, that's my grievance this week. Oh, there's, there's a lot of grocery store grievances. Like, I think the, the 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 one that I would have is the the people who are sh- shopping in the produce section or shopping at the at the at the deli counter, where you have to take a number, or yeah. you're or you're on your own and you have to get the a bag. System. You have to get a bag, then you put your vegetables in that, and then you get another bag. And there's a lot of back and forth, and a lot of like that's the place where people leave carts. Just wherever, yeah. while they're just kind of going yeah. out foraging for their own vegetables, and you're like, "I'm trying to get through here," and the guy's like putting like one potato in a bag, and I'm like, "One potato? You're buying one potato?" <laughs> it's just like keep keep your cart in front of you and keep it as close to the side so that people can get by. It's like I work to not be in an avoidance, something people got to avoid. People just seem to be not aware of that. See, I don't and then like- they look mad when you. Can you move their shit? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't like it because I do always certain. Like if someone was ever following me, they would know my route around Kroger. Yeah. Because I'd make the same route. Now, okay, what's your route around Kroger? Tell, tell me I get, I do. I do the vegetables first because it's right there when you walk in. Hang, okay. Hang on. Before you, before you continue on with your story, <laughs> I feel <laughs> as if everyone has a route around Kroger. Yeah, but it's pretty much the same because that's how the fucking store is set up. Uh, no, not true. If you went, if you went in a different door, a different entrance. Who walks okay. into the store, goes to the left, 
cuts through the cashiers. Oh, there's people and then all goes the time. to the have frozen you, aisle. Have you not seen? No, the, Greg, pay attention to people. No, no. I'm not saying that there's no, not people no. that. I'm. I'm just. This is I'm just saying. Well, in fairness, in people fairness, go up and down I, aisles I a certain way. Yeah, it's like saying, "What way do you like to go on the merry-go-round?" <laughs> no, no. I like fairness, to go the opposite I, of I everybody a, else. I don't have a route. I don't have a I don't have a grocery store route because I don't like to shop. So when I go to the store, I know exactly what I'm getting. And so I if the if if vegetables are on the menu, then I go to that section. But I I'll hang a left at the veggies if like I'm there for salt or something or flour or something I feel like, like that. Todd buys I mean, a lot of salt. <laughs> I do. Great blood pressure. Yes. Uh, so do you use a all right so that so Corey's got I, a good not, point. Let, I, I, let's I think everybody does have one, but there are different. I I do <laughs> so no, because, no because no because some people will go like the Kroger I go to they go to the the produce and then they hit this then they go up and down the aisles for all their stuff. I do like a big loop circle. You I get all you get I all the cold stuff first and then you <laughs> shop for the warm stuff. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. That's great. <laughs> So yeah, you, you walk all the way through the store. So all the ice cream that you got is now melted by the time you get done no, one of the last zigzagging your way through the cereal aisles. So you go to the frozen aisle just to not get your ice cream, to come back to the place where you want to get your stuff, just you to go back to the- No, I, I literally, it's, I, I walk in, I go right to produce, yeah. which, and then I Everyone, everyone knows does. in Kroger, yeah. it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's right, right there. there. It's, <laughs> it's what you walk into. But there's two entrances at Kroger, most Kroger's, so yes, you. Some people go to there first, or some people can go a different way. That is true. Oh, that hold is true. on a second, Greg. Yes, if you show up at Kroger and mm-hmm. there happens to be a, a rush on baked goods, and the area where you normally park, the store door where you normally go into, is all the spots are taken. So you went. So you had to park closer to the other door that you don't down by the self checkout lanes. Exactly. Would you, you're telling me that you would then walk outside the long way so you can run your route? You wouldn't walk in the other way. And then adjust your route. I go in through the same door every single time, <laughs> no matter where. So I even park. if you park by the other, by the other door, matter. wherever I park, I will walk all okay. the way else around. Right. I will. <laughs> there, I do have a funny story about that because the last time. They- <laughs> cheers! Hold on! Cheers! 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 Okay, okay. sorry. We're all right. Hold, hold on. So we're doing a schnozcast shot, podcast shot. Please join us. We're not live, so you should be able to pause this. And you're back. Here we go. Hold on, I'm pouring my... Oh, shit. Oh, oh, shit. Okay. Oh, hold on. Oh, my hold on. God. It's always that one guy. Weren't you watching the video with Nick, like, walking around pouring shots <laughs> No, he's shit? not paying attention. No! There's a game on. <laughs> There's a game. He's watching the game. Oh, I'm not God. even... I didn't even know I was on a podcast. Yeah. I'm watching the Bengals and the Titans. <laughs> that game's over. Sorry. The, the, yeah, the Packers and the Niners. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. I'm ready. Salute. Cheers. Sweet Machu Picchu. Thank you, thank you, sir. Yeah, I got like bottle service, and he came over yeah. and filled my glass, gave him a handy. Let me finish the. Yeah, he might as well have. <laughs> it was very satisfying. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. He Sorry. must have small hands. Ten out of ten. Would recommend. <laughs> Would visit again. Like a little infant. <laughs> Corey, your story. Like this. So the last time Daniel and I went to Kroger, we were going to walk in the door, and this guy, he was he was really tall dude. And he came out, and he's standing there. It's like five ten, hilarious, long beard. <laughs> I was thinking exactly that. I'm like to Corey, like a dude that's five eleven is like a giant. I will kick you right out of this room, Todd. <laughs> Looks like we lost you, Todd. Sorry. <laughs> and I don't know what you're talking about over there, Mister Fucking uh, 
tall stuff. No, Todd. Oh, Jesus. I'm t- taller than you. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm like four inches taller than you. Todd, you are so full of shit. It's not even funny. <laughs> okay. So remind me yourself. next time Todd's in town for us to take. Oh, a of course. Tail the no tape. apple boxes this time. Everybody stands on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go ahead. This guy comes walking out and he's just standing there and he's looking just blankly around the parking lot. And as we're walking, I'm like, what is this guy doing? Like he he looks so befuddled. He finally grabs his keys out of his pocket and hits the his little key fob. And you hear all the way on the other side of the parking lot just this. And he just looks and goes, oh, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> I said, wrong door, buddy. <laughs> he said, God damn it. I do this every time. <laughs> Did you give him a ride? ride? We were walking in. I, we, we give him a piggyback ride. <laughs> so we got back to your car and give him a ride his car. So did you at least follow Bob home after that? <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. Bob, you always forget what door. <laughs> oh, nuts. Oh, nuts. <laughs> This is why I don't drive. <laughs> hey, Nick, can I trouble you for pickup to Kroger? <laughs> I want to get Jack to pick me up. Yeah, Plan B is an Uber. Either way. All right. <laughs> Anyone else got any more grievances <laughs> that are not that are not? Uh, I was just, oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were. Thought that was still booze news. I forgot we wanted to grieve. Why did the grievances? I, grievance. I know. I, this is. I thought so it was housekeeping. Can I, I, have another, I, have another gro- I have another grocery grievance. Not even sure we were recording. Yeah, go ahead, Todd. So why are people wearing pajamas into the grocery store? Because oh, they're trash? Yeah, that's easy. They're, they're, they're monsters. Uh, but when did this start? Corey, and Todd, how did it start? And why? Todd, are, are, seriously, when did it start? The, pe- yeah. the people of Walmart website has been around, I think, since 1992. When was the internet started? Yeah, the next day that was up. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's, no, like, it's been I, happening for I a had, while, buddy. I had seen. Well, hang on, hang on. So let me preface this. I when I was a kid, I had and maybe for for you younger folks, you won't know what they are, but we wore bad clothing. We had jams and shit like that when we were kids. But I and I saw so I saw teenagers and high schoolers rolling around in pajamas, and I thought. You goofy kids, you don't, you're going to look back and think of how dumbass you look. But I'm seeing, like, grown-ass elderly folks rolling in in house shoes and, 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 and house coats. Uh, when did that start happening? I, I think people long, just have oh, no fucks to give. And they're just like, you know what? Don't care. A long time ago, buddy. Work yeah, from home. Well, let's, <laughs> yeah. So what, what's, the, what's the – this is a great question for the group. What is the shabbiest you've been to Kroger with? Okay, so I'll tell you this: I'm, shabbiest condition or outfit. I'm I'm stuck in the middle because I I don't agree. Uh, and first of all, I really don't care. I I do not. For me personally, if you want to show up, like if you want to show up in pajama pants or sweatpants, I I don't give two shits. If you're showing up in like disgusting stained clothes, like that's nasty. But I'm somewhere in between. Like I I think it's just as crazy for people that I feel like get dressed up to go to Kroger. Like I'm somewhere in the middle. I'm not going to be wearing pajamas, 
but I'm not going to be, you know, like Todd, I'm not going to put on my Canary Steve Harvey to go to Kroger, you know, with 18 buttons going down the side and the matching hat and shoes. That's so racist. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, where, like, so where, where is the line as, for you that? As I, I've said in the past, <laughs> how can it be racist if I like the race? That's true. That's true. I'm not sure you said it to me, but I can't I said it. Uh, so where's the line for you? Like, will you, for me, it's will like, you take a shower to go to Kroger? No. Okay. No. So that, that's a good. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to push any like regulated rule. But what I'm saying is this: at the end of the day, you're a damn. Again, the kids are going to dress stupid and do crazy shit. When 50 year old ladies have on their pajamas, and by the way, typically old people pajamas. We we old people start wearing the same shit again and again. It's I love how thing. he said we. Old when people. I see a freaking gelatin ass sticking out of the <laughs> hole worn into the ass of the, your pajama bottoms at the grocery store, I'm disgusted. And I don't give a shit if you take a shower or not. It's gross. You need to and go so to the like, Taylor one. Todd, I thought you lived in like <laughs> yeah. an affluent yeah. community. You need to go start going to a better Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, I no, I, I agree. There's probably with, four Krogers around me, and I know which ones I won't go to. I, yeah, I agree with that. There's um, Krogers are are funny, like, it, and it's not even dependent on the city. Like, it's it's pretty, like, it's a pretty good guess. Like, if you went to the Novi Kroger, um, it, I feel like it, it is very dependent on the city, but it, yeah. it does matter a little it, bit. It but it's matters. like Walmart; you know what you're getting yourself into. So, so well. Listen, I've been in there where people are grubby. I live next to a, a place where people hike. People come in there muddy and all mucked, and I don't, I don't care. I'm yeah, but if you're just off like of work, pajamas. <laughs> so here's here's yeah. here's the two things that I'll say. So the one thing is, um, I I agree that it's it's not just based on city because I've gone to some cities where there's a brand new Kroger. And you think it's a nice city, and you see some disgusting people. And then you've gone—I've gone to a city like the Taylor Kroger here, that I was like, "Oh, I'll never go to that Taylor Kroger. It's in Taylor, and That's it's nice." I go to. That's it's the nice. One I always the, go the, to. The, <laughs> yeah, and it's nice. There's—I never. I have, apologize would be a good thing for you to say right now. No, I, no, I, I have—I have no no re, no issues. Ever. It has its moments depending it, on when you go. I also yeah. I lived in Novi for like almost four years, and, and I was just spoiled because every store I went into out there, it was like you de- you never dealt with the people of Walmart, th- those kind of people. But I will say this: I don't care where I go, aside from Tawas, every Walmart I've ever gone to. <laughs> Has the weirdest, (laughs) has the weirdest employees and the weirdest people. It's, it's, there's, I I swear to God to you, I've gone to the Walmart right around the block from my house at, well, that one's every different hour of the day. They might as well just be sucking on nuclear waste at that one. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, there were people with like crazy eyes like they couldn't focus on my face. That's there, exactly why I, I just there's said nothing that. Nothing wrong with that. There were Don't focus on me. Employees employ, where you're going. Empl- First of all, the employees are not tentative. Like you have to like beat them over the head to ask them a question. Secondly, I've gone up to employees that somehow have southern accents. I'm like, "Do you know where this is?" They're like, "Well, you know, you probably going to have to go down that aisle." And I'm like, "What what the hell is going? We're in Michigan. Where do they fly you in?" Like Oh, we got a shortage, so let's reach out to our Kentucky Supercenter. The yeah, Walmart has got a training it's program. The, it's the Walmart Exchange program. Yeah. They they must because I've I've been in Michigan for my whole life and I've never gone to a store. You know, you maybe once in a while will bump into someone from the south. I I went there and like there were like three people. 
And I'm like, oh, my God, what the f-? So there must be something going on. But so th- And then the other thing I, was where I draw my line in the sand, like Bob was asking. And my line in the sand is this. No, I will not take – first of all, I will never smell. But no, I will not take a shower uh, just to go to the grocery store. I will put on normal clothes. I will change socks and things like that. And I will brush my teeth and wash my face. Uh, so I'll, that's my line in the sand. Yeah, I think that's, that's a reasonable, reasonable thing to do. That's it. So yeah, I, I I won't even like if I'm leaving the house, have to shower before I go anywhere. That's number one. I think all of our loyal listeners are aware of your showering. So you yeah. so you shower <laughs> at night and then before you go somewhere. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I was blessed to not have <laughs> hygiene issues, but I mean, if that's what you got to do, I appreciate it. Hey, sometimes you get a little sweaty at night, buddy. At night, what? Word. Hold on a minute. Why are you getting sweaty <laughs> at night? Thank, one thing, thank you, Todd. Why are you getting one, sweaty at night? One thing that's one thing that struck me though in your in your Walmart conversation is I've been in Walmart exactly one time since two thousand and nine, and I don't plan to go into another one. <laughs> and you are missing out on the people watching, Todd. I hate I, it. I, I I love to go whether it's Walmart or Kroger, going like in the last hour before they close, which Walmart's a twenty four seven thing. Right? Most Night, of them. N- no, going to that. that they they everyone across the U.S. has stopped that. They, so how, there's, how no, there's no there's uh, no eleven o'clock is the latest that will be so open. So if you go to from ten to eleven, what about my, close? What about Myers Thrifty Acres? Well, if Walmart, they were closing early the last time I was. Yeah, in Walmart's town. only going to eleven. Myers going to copy and do the same. Henry yeah, would be rolling in his grave right but now. But th- those are the times where it's fucking entertaining to go, and and I will co- I will cop to waiting to go then just so I can be completely entertained by whom I'm going to see at the at the grocery store. Oh, I so I, I'm not entertained as much as I'm disgusted. I didn't know that, that humans could actually be uh, it's horrible. It's like going it's to the zoo. It's a it's I can look <laughs> at it with a with a that. sense of detachment it's and I can go that. Somebody oh, look at that fucking guy. Shovels the shit look at that. Look at her. Somebody <laughs> comes in and hoses the zebras down. <laughs> Dude, I've I've they washed the animals I've in got, the same way that you go to like a Novi or a Northville, uh, Walmart or a Kroger to see uh, like a proliferation of yoga pants and oh good looking people. I have the same excitement about going at ten o'clock to like the <laughs> so, Taylor Walmart. So, Dude, it's not, amazing. Not, oh nothing, nothing would ever beat. The Taylor Walmart when it was twenty four hours at like yeah. three a.m. Three a.m. Yeah. Oh, oh dude, I made yeah. that mistake, dude. Watching times. those rock biters was just I, <laughs> fucking I, insane. I made that mistake. Flat foot, fat feet, rock I'm, biters. Yes. I'm telling you, I, I walked up to a woman that I, I can only describe as I'm assuming her name is Brenda, and <laughs> hey now, uh, hold on. And I walked up to Brenda, who looked very nice, and I was like, "Excuse me, ma'am." I'm like, "I just need to know." She's like. What are you looking for? And she like had no teeth, and, and I was like, ah! I was like, oh my god! Like she looked like the most normal person there, and I was like, ah, I'll find it myself. And uh, and she had a southern draw, didn't she? The she did. Draw. I'm telling you, they fly them in. But um, but I will say I disagree with Bob's sentiment about the last minute because I used to, <laughs> I used to work a shift to where I'd only get out of work with like an hour left before a Kroger or something would close. And I would do everything I could to work a shift to where I could still make Kroger hours because if I had to buckle down and go to Walmart, <laughs> it would fucking kill me. But I will say this. It's a different, but I'm just a casual observer. It could leave whenever I want. You actually had to stay, yeah, do I, a job, enforce the law, et cetera. I get, I, I understand so, and agree with but, you. But for me, 
what I'm saying is I did not enjoy anything about that, even Kroger, because I feel like that there is a feeling of extreme exigence at that time because you get like the every seven and a half minutes. Attention Kroger shoppers, we'll be closing in 45 minutes. And everyone's like looking around like they're in Squid Game, like they have to get out before they get killed or something. But that's when militias are formed. That gives me anxiety. (laughs) Sometimes I'll forfeit some of the items because I'm like, it's going to bottleneck. Everyone is going to be running towards the one register open at that point, and it gives that's, me anxiety. That's when yeah, but they're the, not going to turn That's when you, you grab away. the olive oil off the shelf and you start squirting <laughs> it down the aisles. Good luck get into the uh, get yeah. behind me. Try following me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whoop! Boom. Right on the ground. Yeah, I, I hate that, but I just as much hate my mom was big on the... You hate your mom? Yeah. What? My mom was big on the going to church... And right after church on Sunday, going grocery shopping with the family. With the family. Oh, my God. And what a clusterfuck of a zoo. I, I, I seriously, even today, like just normally going to the grocery store, I get like anxiety because I can't stand when people are like, excuse me, excuse me. Or they're reaching beyond your shoulder. and stuff. I'm like, dude, what the fuck do you need? Just get it. I you know, picture of Nick walking through the grocery store like I, this the entire time. I don't want people. Get away. I, get away. I can't stand a congested, passive-aggressive grocery store where people are, like, standing behind you. And then you finally move out of the way like, okay, motherfucker, what the fuck was so goddamn important that you needed to fucking get where I was standing? And they don't get anything. And they start walking away. <laughs> he, starts, he starts putting his hand on the butt, on the butt of his weapon. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't wait to see Nick at a Kroger. I'm just going, oh, excuse me. Uh, oh, <laughs> Just, yeah. But it's it's the unspoken <laughs> passive aggressiveness that drives me crazy. Like, if someone just said, excuse me, I, I can appreciate that. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. But it's the, you know, the haunting, shadowy figure that you feel standing <laughs> behind you that you know they want to get something. So they're pretending just to be, like, looking the at their phone. So finally the you lurker. move, and they're like, <laughs> and they grab the cream corn or whatever the fuck it may be. But it's like, just fucking say, excuse me. That's Have all. Have you encountered a spook, specter, or a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> so that that is my normal Kroger trip, let alone a Sunday Kroger trip. I mean, I would never be caught dead in a grocery store on a Sunday. I love Sunday shopping at Kroger. <laughs> Sunday's oh. not bad. That Well, the Taylor, okay. Yeah. It depends the on Taylor, the Kroger. The Taylor Kroger, I don't care what time of day you go, it's busy. It does. I'll get off of work at like, especially when they have one thirty in the afternoon on a Tuesday, know, and it will be busy. Your, you got to know your neighborhood Kroger, especially when they have twenty five lanes Todd, and five of them are open. Todd yeah. in, in, always out in Washington. Well, it, it's not a Kroger, right? It's something else. Piggly Wiggly. Well, it's yeah, it's QFC. QFC, which is short for mm-hmm. Quality Food Company. Wow. Okay. There you have it. So at QFC, do you do you know your neighborhood QFC? Like you know, here's the hours that it's it's really it's fine to go here's the hours where if you're in a hurry like don't even bother i hate shopping did i tell you that yes i heard that but, so do i but i think i think the only time i notice that and, and this makes sense the only time where it, it impacts me and i notice it's super busy is friday after like friday four four to eight everybody's stocking up for the weekend friday four to eight okay and that's fair but that's like uh that is jam so i try to avoid that and it's typically i'm like oh shit i need blah because i'm gonna make this tonight or tomorrow you know what's amazing uh, that i do what's all that? the time first uh, my my number one go-to is instacart absolutely amazing i'll yeah? pay i'll pay the extra money yep <laughs> drop it off on my porch that's fine um but the backup if you don't want to spend extra money and you hate shopping like me is just the kroger pickup 
You just got to spend 35 bucks. I'm not going into Kroger to buy like one bag of tea. So no, I'm, I'm going to spend I'm with you. I haven't done that. The only thing I think my only real, my only real angst for doing that is, uh, and cause I've seen it a couple of times cause I've done it for my mom is where they pick a substitute item. And I'm very particular. Like if I asked for like a specific season salt, because I like salts, Bob, uh, if I asked for I've a heard. specific <laughs> season salt, I don't want Kroger brand season salt. I want at the very, my bottom of the bucket is Lowry. So, so the, mm. they, <laughs> the, 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 the okay. cool, the coolest thing about Instacart <laughs> is before the shop even goes through, before they even bid it to anyone, you can pick your backup. And you can also pick, like, if you have, like, a brand name, something that you really want, and you're like, this is specifically what I want. There's no substitute. You can click refund me if they don't have it. Okay, so my Instacart, though, is the delivery service, though, right? Right, yeah. So then I live in a town where there's no delivery available. I don't live in Seattle proper. God, Instacart is amazing. Nick, you, if you ever need one tea bag at night, give me a call, buddy. I'll take care of you. <laughs> I'm sure that's happened while I've or been drunk Arabian and sleeping goggles. several times. So, <laughs> or, or, you say or Arabian goggles. They're good for sleeping. <laughs> Arabian goggles. Um, Man, Corey, I thought Rock Biters was it, but now Arabian goggles might give it for a run for its money. Fuck that. <laughs> I, I, I rarely get a title I wrote name. I rock biters down, and I'm like, done. That's it. And now, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, man. It's going to be a tough, tough choice. Eh. But, yeah, yeah, Todd, you, I mean, especially, you know, you, you know, you, you do very well for yourself, and, and Instacart would, it wouldn't, you wouldn't even have to take a second glance at it. And just, I, I like, I like it. Cause I hate, I dread shopping. Like it's, it's funny. Like I, like I, I like I said, I have no pattern when I go to the store because I'm like, I know exactly what I'm there to get. And then whatever the shortest route to it, to those things, I do it. That's so, I'm, I'm in and out of hate. Will Instacart store. drop off to a helicopter? <laughs> <laughs> you can, you can borrow be. my helicopter, sir. <laughs> but the, the coolest part is, is like a, a very clear reminder of how much I hate shopping. It is one of the things that I like about Instacart is that they time the shoppers and they keep a tally that you can't see. And after each purchase, you'll get a like a little old school clock with the numbers and it'll go and it'll say so far with Instacart you say 76 hours of shopping and I'm like oh wow fuck yeah 76 hours Be- oh, based okay. on how many times you've ordered from Instacart okay yeah, so in total and, and when you actually think about it I know Cor- Corey's giving me uh the you know lemon in the, his mouth the stink face eye. yeah the yeah. gas face but he he's giving me that face be- because there is nothing more that Corey loves to do, especially with Danielle. Is, I love a Kroger is, train, is, man. He loves shop. the shopping. The, yeah, the he's experience. a big shopper. Yeah. But I absolutely despise it. And when I think about it, and I'm like, wait, hold on. So for like, what, 10 extra bucks, you know, for a membership each month, I yeah. and a little bit of a tip, yeah. I don't have to. Plus a tip? I don't have we're, to. We're, I don't have to yeah, spend. I'm out. I'm out. I don't have to spend fucking two hours in the grocery store. I don't mind. How are you spending two yeah, hours in the grocery store? I'm, whatever it may be. Whatever, maybe. In and yeah, out in 20 minutes. No. 20 uh, to 25 hold on, minutes. Hold on. You're you? buying pizza spice and chicken breast, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they don't sell automatic weapons at Kroger. Yeah. <laughs> that's why he's there for 20 minutes. Yeah, that's why I'm there. Exactly. So are you, are you counting? Spice, uh, pizza spice and chicken breast. <laughs> are you counting the amount of time you spend in line to check out? Because uh, these days, that's where I'm spending most of my time is waiting to fucking it, check out. It depends. Even on a self-checkout. It depends on the self-checkout versus, right? I would rather go to somebody. I find so it a little I. bit easier. So would I. Um, yeah, I don't fucking work there. 
I, I typically go on a Sunday or a, I go on like a Monday afternoon when I get out of work. Yeah. I so I trade on how to pack a bag. It's not exactly. super busy, but it's still busy. But I, like I said, I, I, my route takes me under 10 minutes, about, about maybe not even 10 minutes to go around. Yeah, but you've seen my fridge. You know, for someone that you can't for some, fit anything in your fridge. For someone that likes to cook, <laughs> someone that likes to cook, I would assume uh, I'm just going to take a stab in the dark here. Greg's a uh, kind of a meat and potatoes kind of guy, and hey, I'm going to get a bag of rice and some grilled chicken, and I'm going to food prep, and that's going to be my week. That's all that's in my fridge. It's, it's, it's literally meal prep containers. <laughs> exactly, and thus 20 minutes sounds like an eternity. <laughs> so, but but for me, I actually enjoy looking at food and buying food and things like that. So you'd think it's surprising that. I hate shopping, but I also know myself. I have a little bit of that Corey spirit in me, and I would buy a lot of things that I don't need. <laughs> so if I could pick out what I do need ahead of time and not even be tempted at the grocery store, then that's what I'm going to do. No, I, I think the one thing, uh, I love to cook. I love to see my meats, especially when I and produce. Oh, yeah. uh, one of the cool things about living here, though, is I go down to the market in Seattle. I do, I'll make that trip. And again, it's not even shopping. I, go, I, have, I have the place that I go to. Uh, I know the the fish is fresh. Love it. But so, I hate shopping. And Instacart's going to be on my thing. I think we're kindred spirits there. I think if oh, I yeah. could never step into a store except for to shop for specifically fresh meats and produce, that might be the ticket to a life hack. That dude, dude Todd, I w- what's that called? That is where the flying fish market is, though. I was just going to say, yeah. like, I could just see yeah. Todd catching a seven pound salmon. <laughs> oh yeah, you know that's a lot of fun. They're not le- they're not letting you behind the counter to do that. But no. I did my when my when my sister was more. in town a few weeks back. They uh, they still they're still still be, uh, being extra cautious. But when my my sis, my niece and nephew were in town and they got to get the fish launched over them, which has actually worked out even funnier because all the goop from the oh. fish was all over their faces uh, <laughs> when the fish went over their heads. So, but but I will say um, love hate relationship. Love going to places like Costco and Sam's Club because I I personally never go, but I also hate it because it's like a grocery store on crack. I hate it because so I don't walk out of there without spending like two or three hundred dollars. Well, that that is number one. That's, but also, also <laughs> I will yeah, be. I need this. I will both. be there. Yeah, I've got eighteen pounds of pretzels. <laughs> of course, I need that. You know, but so that's why okay. Inst- Instacart also does Plum Market, Sam's Club, Costco, like all that shit. Like Plum Market, there's no I Plum Market re- around here. It's way the fucking Ann Arbor. It's a super high end. It's like a higher end bushes. They have all kinds of awesome shit. So I can order from there and they deliver here. All right. Please join us for another podcast shot. Todd has got him. Greg's got him. Corey's got him. Nick's got him. Here we go. Salute. Cheers. Uh-huh. So, Todd, I know uh, earlier we were talking about that you have a hen house. I do. <laughs> was there anything specific that you do when you go in your hen house? I think we were Hell calling yeah. it Chicken jam- Palace, actually. I play the latest Chicken Jams. Chicken dance, chicken dance, or chicken wing. Now, do you... Do Corey you, knows that song. Do you remind all the hens in the hen house that you're the biggest cock in the house? Every chance I get to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd be I, slanging. I played fair. It's on the show. <laughs> you did? Well done, sir. That's nice. That's fine. Except for Corey didn't sing Chicken Wing. <laughs> Chicken wing, chicken wing, <laughs> hot dogs and bologna, chicken and macaroni, chilling with my homies. Bob, my there you go. Love it, Bob. Can you put that and on a button? If Todd hadn't laughed, it would be it would be awesome. <laughs> I would have isolated that. Wait, no, Wait, I can he's probably on still a second do it. track. Yes, yes. Oh, one more, one more time. Eureka! 
<laughs> no, he won't do it again. <laughs> it's too late now. I think yeah, I, I think yeah you can isolate I the I track. Get, yep, I yep. can get that. <laughs> All right, and with Dude, that. Dude, and how creepy will it sound just him with no one in the background just singing by himself? Well, uh, more importantly, when are we ever going to play that? <laughs> when is it going to be cool to go, like, you know what I should do right now? Fucking Corey Macaroni song. I don't know yes, when it would really I, fit in. I, I dude, I just assume when, when Danielle said last week, like, she's like, I don't know. That's all the crazy shit that he does while I'm asleep. I don't know what he does. When she was saying that last week, I just envision him making macaroni, singing that song in the kitchen by himself while she's asleep. <laughs> no, like Kramer with the fucking sausages, uh, yeah. just got to dance in it. I envision something slightly more disgusting. I'm sure you do. <laughs> Corey wearing himself, Corey wearing himself on the back end while she's still asleep because he's working with a small piece of work. Yeah, <laughs> I envision something completely different. I envision Corey in the kitchen making mac and cheese and zapping the fuck out of some rat testicles, <laughs> or that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into gentlemen's agreement. Oh, it's the MF and gentlemen's agreement. Oh. Done. All right. <laughs> All right. Going down the list that I have, Nick Bader, you had Moneyball from me. Moneyball. Yes, I did. Uh-oh. All right. Give us a 30-second. What's it about? Uh, stand by. <laughs> Doesn't remember. Let me just remind myself. Baseball has been bit it. Better good. Ah, uh, yes, yes. It, I, I watched it very early. Ah, uh, yes. I watched it very early in the week, and well, good I for you. completely forgot. I'm like, what the fuck was this about? I'm thinking of the movie last week of uh, the Wolf of, Wolf Wall, of Wall, Street. Wall Street. Yeah. So yeah. So I I see where you were going. Okay. Uh, you know, I saw that. I I made a claim that it was nice to see Jonah Hill in a serious role, and you wanted to give me this. Yep. So I get that. Um, and I, th- I like the movie. I think it was a really good movie. Yeah, and um, I also, you know, immediately got upset that, like, like my, like my father, um, you and Corey seem to think that you know, well, he hates sports, but maybe if we give him enough sports things every now and then, that he'll come around a little bit. <laughs> I was well, going to say you like said not, Moneyball, and I'm like, yeah, yeah maybe not, he'll come around yeah. a little bit. Not at all. Um, not at all. But I, I thought, thought I, I thought the fact that it was a sports movie was secondary to the to the, mm, to the movie itself. Yeah. So, so the like, business, the business portion of it. Exactly. So uh, yeah, we we have to lean and rest on the laurels of the fact that theoretically Bob should be handing me the movie if he thinks it's a great movie that he thinks I'll enjoy. Yeah. Um, the fact that it's a sports movie and I hate sports is second to him thinking I would like it. Why he would think I would like a sports movie when he knows I hate sports doesn't matter because he thinks I will like it first. So it cancels that out. Yeah, and I could be wrong, and I'm totally he, fine with that. So the movie is um, based on... It's a baseball movie, and it's based on uh, Brad Pitt is the lead actor in the show, and he, um, what the A's he buys or something like that. Yeah, the well, he's he's promoted as the the GM general manager. Yep, the GM of the A's. Uh, He starts out with them, and he ends up meeting. Spoiler alert: He ends up meeting Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill is some geeky kid working for a different ball club, and. who has figured out mathematically that you don't need 
uh, big star players that look good on the field and are just hitting home runs all the time, but that it's about getting runs, getting walks, getting anything you can, um, and and just getting the points up, basically. Um, and so it was interesting. It was, it, was, it was super interesting after I got over the hump of the fact that it was sports-related. Um, same with Corey, you know, giving me the Fantastic Five, whatever the fuck it was called. Um, the Russian whoa, Five? Hold on. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like, and, the Fantastic and, Five? And also... Is that a new Marvel four. movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bob just got so hard. And, no, uh, I was... Totally, totally Marvel? stunned. I'm like, what the fuck? And, and Did I Co- miss a week? No, and, and Corey uh, also gave me the wrestling documentary, which I was oh. immediately not happy about. Um, but then I watched it, and I really enjoyed it. Beyond, so, the, beyond the Mat, right? Is that it? Uh, yeah. Dark Side of the Ring. There, yeah, there's... I, Corey gave, gave him me, two? No, Corey gave me Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah. I uh, still have Beyond the Mat on my list. No, that's one. No, he watched it. No, I didn't. Did he? Yeah. It's right here, February twenty sixth of this of twenty. Is Dark Side of the Ring on there as well? Yeah, on the I, mat. Uh, I know Dark Side of the Ring. It is back in November. Okay, so you, last did, so you did so get both. You've of seen them. them both. Okay, so it's even worse than you thought. That's wonderful. <laughs> but Dark Dark Side of the Ring was was different. Like you know, I I anticipated, you know, I knew some things going in about wrestling because I grew up with that. And That's that, not that, a sport. That was also more about their the behind the scenes <laughs> that didn't have to do with the actual sport. These. Yeah. "Quote unquote sports." The yeah, there was there the, was so the acting. Yes, yeah, let, and, and I'm not trying to get derailed, you know, because I, I'm just the correlation between my initial thought and the fact that he gave me the Russian Five, he gave me Dark Side of the Ring, Bob gave me Moneyball, and I liked them all. I really did. Um, ah! Money Moneyball was fantastic. It was. Whoa! They really, they really, they broke it down. I mean you were able to jump a hurdle of someone that does not like sports and get, nice. get past that. Uh, I found it interesting. Um, but the, the thing, the fact of the matter is, is, is I like to compare it this way is that I listen to Drew and Mike a lot. And though they're not a sports podcast, they talk a lot about sports and I'm okay with that, you know? And I often wonder and question why I'm okay with that. And I'm like, why am I listening to this? You know, I don't, I don't care about, you know, this fucking football player that won't get vaccinated. I don't, I don't give a fuck about that, you know, <laughs> but, um, but it's, it's, it's noise and it's interesting and they're talking points, but more importantly, this is a movie and the movie is supposed to entertain and it absolutely did. And, uh, awesome. I thought, I thought it was a great movie. Bravo. Uh, I, I thought it was a great reach and I think it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, you specifically told me last week, Todd, that this was a bold choice and that it was it was a reach and I might regret it. And I almost did, but I'm like, I got faith. I'm like, I think the movie's strong enough to overcome the fact that it is a sports movie with just I love a really, really good story. And I so. don't and but you know, I loved Field of Dreams. I absolutely loved Field of Dreams. Yeah, so I, I didn't know that, but yeah. that's a great I feel I if now had I known that I would up. feel even more confident. Brian song next. <laughs> but oh, but you man. know I mean this isn't like you know Todd, I put that on your list for him because I, you're right that that would be but I was I was wow. I was literally just gonna say I shudder at the fact of giving such a great review because I don't want to encourage the behavior of giving me sports movies I I want to encourage behavior of giving me legitimate movies that you think are great yeah but you have to, you have you have to internalize yeah. and think about 
why do I think this is great? Do I think this is great because I love baseball? Or do I think this is great because it's an entertaining movie? Even exactly. And if it's if the second question rings true, like, yes, it's an entertaining movie, even if you don't like baseball, then, yeah, give it to me. Yeah. But if it's something where you're like, oh, I love football, and this is all about football, so he should like it too. Like, that's where I'll draw the line. <laughs> I don't, I'll be like, no, 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 no. No, I, I would never do that. Just like The longest yard. <laughs> that's quite the original or just like the I remake. would never give Corey the remake uh, <laughs> Alien or Aliens because I it is at its heart it is a great science fiction movie and I know Corey hates science fiction all the yeah. science fiction movies I've given Corey have been ones where like Moneyball I thought that the fact that it was a good story would transcend the fact that it happened to be a science fiction and, movie and yeah sometimes I've been okay a lot of times I've it's been a complete miss and that's it yeah every every quote-unquote sports-related movie or documentary I've given you has never been because I'm like, oh, Nick hates sports. Let's try to get him on this side. Right. Yeah, it, it, was, it, it, was, it was literally because of the content of it. Just ha- it, it happened to do with sports. Oh, also, yeah. uh, rough side note, but I, I read something recently. You know Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are related? By blood? Yeah. I can believe it. They're like 10th uh, removed cousins. So not by blood. Yeah, that's blood. Yeah. <laughs> That's blood. It's thin. I did not know. That. <laughs> there, yeah. there, there, there was there it's was. I feel like they down. probably didn't know that either. <laughs> there was no. There when was when they first wrote there, Goodwill Hunting. There was a there was an article about uh, celebrities surprisingly that are related. And it it tells how many times removed, and some of them were like related to, like, uh, a Queen of England from like the 1700s. You know. So it's, yeah, it's, but that we're just as likely to be. You and I both like to likely to be related based on Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> uh, uh, well, that's sure. That's, that's I agree with that. Fair point. <laughs> I, was, I mean, I mean in, in, yeah, in a, in a sense, yeah, you can. Thomas yeah. Jefferson was an asshole. That's from what I heard. <laughs> he, he, made, he he made a lot of biracial babies. <laughs> Well, with that, Todd, uh, you Todd, you had to watch We Work by Good Corey. Good night, everybody. Yes, <laughs> We Work by Corey. Yes, yes. So Corey's been on a run. He's been on. He's a, been on, on, a, on an a incredible tear. run. Uh, yes. Of I I I I should have taken the time to really put together the run, but I'm sure Corey already has. Yeah, I mean, not. You, you, you should have. I mean, ultimately, much like Joey Guido and his appearances at versus. Uh, versus our our main man uh, tonight, Greg. Uh, we I gotta believe Corey's on a tear like no one no one else in, in gentlemen's agreement. Uh, but as what typically happens, people who have, enjoy success or teams that they enjoy success, they rest on their laurels I knew and they end up falling back. No. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Go ahead, Todd. So I, I'm giving I'm giving WeWork a solid C minus. It's a it's a passing grade uh, in my reviews. Uh, I was very interested in it. Uh, Corey was seizing on the fact that uh, Generation Hustle was a, a home run, loved it, uh, and WeWork was one of the many segments in it. And so he's like, hey, there's no way TD doesn't love diving in deeper to WeWork, especially being that uh, it's te- it's, it's te- it, was, it was touted as a tech company. I'm a tech guy. Uh, it had all the makings of uh, – of something that would be good, but I, I would expect though that knowing me, Corey, you'd have known this fell short from docu- from a documentary's perspective because there's a lot missing. I saw greed and just the burning through of hundreds of millions of dollars every week 
And that was very intriguing. And all the people telling their sob stories, but the documentary left me a little bit high and dry in that it didn't tell me how bad people had, like the people who transitioned from the original WeWork to We Live. Uh, how much money did they did they lose a bunch of money or did, were they making great money and in the end they didn't make a quadrillion dollars because WeWork fizzled out. It, it topped out at forty seven billion dollar valuation and is now valued at about nineteen million. Uh, how, did they just lose out on being millionaires? Did they make a good living right there? The documentary left a lot to be desired. Uh, and for again, if I didn't give the thirty second synopsis, it's the story of WeWork. That's it. Full stop. And and the documentary myself, like I said, left out too many key points and lots of I think things that would be interesting uh, for a documentary. They left a lot out, and so with that, I give them a solid C minus. Not cool, Corey. <laughs> hey, I, I mean, I'll, I'll take the grade. It's it's still a, a decent grade uh, from Todd Dillon. It's a passing uh, grade. Yeah, and 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 it, it was. It's been so long since I've seen that documentary. The and you are correct. The only reason I I assigned that to you was the correlation between. Uh, Generation Hustle Generation and Hustle. and we work. So it, it was in all honesty, Todd. It was the most fitting for you, um, and that's why I had it on my list. It was was strictly for you and a follow up to Generation Hustle. So I I'm yeah, yeah. I'm I, still happy. I with appreciate that. it. I caught you slipping. You got to see mine. <laughs> <laughs> it was a movie. Right. Hold on. It was a movie for you. What's that supposed to mean? Uh huh. For the fact that he watched Generation Hustle. Uh-huh. And, and like I said, and, dude, having been at WeWork, I've actually, I, I've actually acquired WeWork space in my career. So it's pretty, it was, it was very, very, like I said, he took a great line, but it's like he didn't watch it and go, oh, this, this, it, the documentary itself just isn't as well made as it should have been. No, I, I'll, I'll great, give you that. Great topic. There, there was a lot left to the imagination that should have been answered, but, uh, yep. Oh, I said it was on the list, and it was it was the most fitting after you watching Generation Hustle. So, all right, I got you. Okay, Greg Gumto. Yes. Last time you were here, back in December, you were assigned those who wish me dead, and I cannot recall who assigned that to you. I believe it was Todd. Todd Dillon. Okay. Well, fi- <laughs> Todd, you're finally going to get your review. I am ready. Because Greg watched that bitch. I did. I watched it today. Um, <laughs> I like just to have in it, time. I, I like to have it fresh in my in my memory. Yeah, that's fair. Unfortunately, um, has Angelina <laughs> Jolie uh, yes. and John Bernthal, the guy that played uh, the Punisher. Oh, the Punisher, badass yes. actor. Did not play the super badass in this one. A little disappointed, but whatever. Sure. Uh, thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. What's it about? Uh, firefighter, para firefighter. I guess I don't know what they're exactly what they're called. They it, fight the fires it, out in the the forest and stuff do, like that. They helicopter. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah jump in. Wildfire, um, fire jumpers. Yeah, there you go. Fire jumpers, that's yes. it. Nice, uh, nice. Basically, she had an incident where they misjudged some wind. A couple kids got killed. Fast forward, this guy and his kid, guy gets in some trouble because of his job. A couple people are after him. Kill the guy. Kid goes in the forest. Spoiler alerts. Finds her, Angelina Jolie's character, who then has to protect him. As they're trying to get to, apparently John Bernthal's character is supposed to be the kid's uncle. Kid didn't even recognize him, and the uncle didn't recognize him. Stupid kid! What? It, it was. They had a moment. It was like, and they're in pictures. Did you watch like, this all the way through, or did you watch oh, it, yeah. fall asleep, not for, or take a nap? And no, I watched not for, it. Not for not for nothing. If my if my little brother's uh, kid saw me in a mall, I wouldn't recognize him, and they wouldn't recognize me. <laughs> 
but there was a picture earlier in the movie. I, I anyways, um, <laughs> I guess, yeah, I a little digress. weird. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's um, why I picked this movie for you, Greg, because I knew that there's a situation where an uncle wouldn't recognize his nephew or niece. <laughs> Based it strictly off that piece of yes. information. <laughs> um, anyways, so there were some scenes with some lightning where she got hit by a, by some lightning. There's no way she gets up from that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, this is this is not. That's what lost you. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? This she should have been dead. Yeah, by a lightning bolt. Um, you don't shake that one off. I mean, I, <sighs> not not instantly. Well, no, not instantly. <laughs> but I'm getting the feeling that you were I not impressed by this. Did not like, totally care for it. Okay. All that much. Okay. Um, right. I mean, I, I expected more. It, it left me wanting more because it was just like, oh, that's how they did that? No, it could have been so much better. So with that so, movie and Eternals, Angelina Jolie's been kind of sucking a big fat dick in the box office. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed the Eternals. Did you really? I did. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, I knew, I knew that he was an Angelina Jolie fan, and I picked it for, again, it's, it is 100% a suspend disbelief, and I'm still trying to figure out, figure out Mr. Greg Gumtow based on things that he's assigned to me. And so that, this, this was absolutely, a, I, I took a flyer on it, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm zeroing in on what is important. I like, I, I, like horror, like, I like horror, I like action, but like, it was the way this was done. With the bad guys that they picked, with certain characters that they used, it didn't fit. Okay. That's fair enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I have not been on a tear like Corey, so I'm good. <laughs> uh, who among us can say that? And with, with that in mind, I'm going to save Corey for the la- for the end. Because I, quite frankly, can't wait to hear it. And I'm going to uh, go next and say that I had to watch Evil Genius, which was from you? Yeah, it was. Corey? No, it was me. No. Oh, it was Todd? Yeah. It was me. Oh, okay. TD. All right, Todd. So Evil Genius uh, on Netflix is a uh, six-part series about, um, it was back in 2003 in Erie, Pennsylvania. A guy walked into a bank with a bomb strapped uh, to his chest and a collar around his neck um, and robbed the bank and then was apprehended outside. Um, I don't know, think I need to say spoiler alerts here because this was in the news. That the guy that yeah, blew him up, it, it himself took, up? No, he didn't. Blow, he well, didn't he, blow himself he, up. He, There's the beauty. That's why I love the show. That, yeah. That look at look at what people think happened. Yeah. So I, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna kind of stop right there and say that he was apprehended following that bank robbery. But what happened after that over the next six episodes was a really kind of a really interesting uh, documentary about what happened and all of the players that were involved and all the questions that were raised and how it, none of it. Yeah. I really hate to do this cause I, I, I know it's not proper, but uh-huh. he, he wasn't apprehended after the bank robbery to paint a picture for people that maybe that haven't seen it. Well, I he, don't want to give them any spoilers. So. No, no, it's not a, a standoff ensued. It, he, he wasn't taken into custody by any means. He, well, he was handcuffed. Is that the guy that was sitting by the car? Yeah, on the ground. Outside? So that was apprehended. He was well. He 
He was he, handcuffed and, and right, but, right, but that's where I was going with it. He, yeah, yeah. So he was he was originally apprehended, and then when they realized what was on his person attached to him, yeah, attached to him, yeah, then it became a standoff. So it it, it wasn't like a that's fair. It, just like I said, it, to paint a clear, a clear picture for people that might have not seen it, that might want to see it. Yeah, no, if I I, I that, so I am recommending this documentary. I thought it. Uh, of all the documentaries I've, I've been assigned, this was in the in the top tier. It was really really good, and it held my held my attention for going on six episodes, almost six hours of content about the story behind how he came to be there, why he was there, all of the questions that were raised during the investigation, all the other players that came into that were involved, and you know I think if that's if that's your thing and you want to Take a look at a documentary that's sort of true crime based. That's not um, th- that on its surface isn't exactly what it seems. Um, I give it a solid B plus. So Sweet. well, Thank well, you. I'll well take done, it. Todd. Yeah. Uh, you, know, you know what I like? Hey, Bob. You know what I loved about it? What's that? Is the fact that if you made that a movie and you fictionalized it and and su- sensationalized it, nobody would buy it. Ooh, I mean. Because of all the double backing and and, and, the, and people holding out for extended periods of time, and then all of a sudden getting consciousness, you're like, you're, nah, no way. If you if you kept a secret for this long, you'd shut shut up for forever. <clears throat> well, I think. yeah, they, they, there was nef- definitely no shutting up for forever from any of the people in this documentary. They all eventually spilled the beans, and there's a lot. Of but it's am- I think, like I said, I, it's it's truth can sometimes be stranger than fiction. And I think yeah. that's what drew me to it and why I signed it to you. It was really interesting. And as someone from Michigan, I mean, Erie, Pennsylvania ain't that far away. So back in 2003, like I really wasn't even we aware saw of the story. Yeah, we, we all saw this on the news. Except for me, I guess. <laughs> I, this was like a new story for me. So Really? You never really? heard about this prior? I, I, like I think I heard that there was a guy with the, and I think I heard what happened mm-hmm. after he was apprehended slash not. I'm sorry. No, uh, and I'm not. Uh, I wasn't trying to make a, a big. No, no, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But, but Bob says it right. I didn't says know it right there. Yeah, we, we saw that. we saw the fr- we saw the front end of it. That's and then it right and then it it fell from the public eye. Uh, outside of Erie, I think for me it sh- it certainly did. But maybe I just wasn't keeping up with the story. But no, I think that's that's what was intriguing to me as well. I saw the beginning of it because it was national news, but you never saw it play out. And actually, I had seen quite honestly, I'd seen a middle portion because it was a dateline thing on just a portion of it, but it wasn't solved. Yeah. And, and I, and they would bust in every now and again with uh, clips from dateline discussing the, the story and the updates that they had received as t- kind of time wore on. And I'm like, well, I guess I wasn't a faithful dateline viewer because I just missed those stories at all. So it was really cool. It was a great assignment for me because I really wasn't uber familiar with the story. Uber. So awesome. if you I'll take a B plus every day, yeah. If you if you also aren't familiar with it, definitely check it out. Evil Genius on Netflix. Sweet, Corey Slesky. Yes, you had the grand tour from Nick. Was the grand tour oh. Top Gear? Well, Ooh. I have the grand tour, and since I just listened to the episode, I can tell you it's the grand, the grand tour. tour. Yeah, didn't watch the grand tour. Oops. I watched oh. Top Gear. Oopsie poopsie. The I watched what I, I want. Gear I mean, so I, I will. How different are they? Wait, no. Oh, whoa, whoa. No. Order. 
Order. Order on this podcast. I will have the last say since I assigned the movie. So I will say this. I have not seen Top Gear, but the Grand Tour and Top Gear were made and uh, starred the same people. So let's let's hear Top Gear Dep- since you failed to do Depending your Depending on which Top Gear, because there's an American one. And there's no, a I, British I, one. I watched and then the, a new British one. I watched the, the new British one. Okay. So I'm interested. Uh, I guess I've never seen it, but, you know. I follow the rules. So let me just uh, hear what you thought about Top Gear. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> he's like, no, because now I'm questioning oh. myself if I did watch the right thing or not. No, you so, didn't. Uh, not if you watched Top it's Gear. It's okay. You, you could just not. watch two things this week. It's no big deal. I, I'm exactly. fine with, I'm, you didn't I'm fine watch with right that. Thing. All right. So Corey can't give a review. Hold, because hold on. Was, no, no, no. He no, needs no, to hold watch. Hold, wait, 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 wait. Todd Dillon, you've had the most recent yes, experience. Sir. It, as someone who's on the podcast who has assigned one thing and watched something completely different, what did you do yep. in response? When you found out you watched the wrong thing, what did you do? I think I still gave a partial review of what I watched and then watched the right thing. Yeah, I, th- I think he's, right. I think he said, my bad. Uh, I can give the review yep. if you want, but I'm still going to watch this. And everyone's like, no, 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 no. Yep, that wasn't yeah. what you're supposed to watch. You're not going to give a review. So let's yep. just let's let's let that be the precedent and continue in that way. Yeah, so right. I would say, I mean, it's pointless to give a review, well, but you but you could assign it. I, I, I'm sure he watched. Yeah, I'm sure he spent uh, uh, an hour or two watching Top Gear. Yeah, so okay, I'm but sure hey, he'd hang like on. to give the review. So because yeah, it's it is the same guys from. Yeah, it's the same guys, but you weren't assigned that. I get that, but <laughs> so why give which, a review? That doesn't make any be, sense because that's what Todd did. Because if I spent two hours watching something and I found out I watched the wrong thing, I'd at least like to go. Well, hopefully, that, it, I mean, if I don't give you a tell, review, tell us then I like wasted it. my time. From what I can tell, they they're both basically the same show. Um, mm-hmm. But you haven't seen the other ones, so you don't. Why don't oh, we let him give a review of yeah. what he saw? Doesn't have to be long. Just what did you think? What did you see? I mean, the, so Top Gear. It, it's a basically the it's. Uh, a, a show of reviewing cars and like the top notch cars and vehicles out there. Um, very, very overproduced. Like it, every, they have CGI for this show that is beyond belief. Okay. They should be, be in movies, not a TV show. Okay. I So that was kind of cool, but at, at a certain sense, I'm like, it's a TV show. You guys are putting this much into it. Did, uh, you, have to, did you have to put the subtitles on because they're British? No, I, I could fully understand what they were Alrighty. saying. Um, do you have to put butter on a steak? No, but it's a good. Yes, <laughs> this makes no sense to me. Sorry, Todd. I, I hate to throw you <laughs> off, but but yeah, it was yeah. It was based around cars. And like, what's the the best car out there? And they they have segments, uh, just like we do. Of they would open the show with um, booze news. <laughs> close. <laughs> no, the guy was called the. Uh, oh shit! The 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 name of the. Names of the guys? No, it was it was it was a segment they had, and it was this unknown driver driving around in a very fast, amazing car, and they would clock all these different cars that came in at what times, and they had a, a leaderboard up. Uh, the Stig. Yes, yes. Thank you. I already get the sense he'd like Grand Tour better. Really? Well, we're gonna find yes. out because. So, but it, 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 I mean, it, at at the end of the day, better background noise than actually, unless you're a huge car person. Then I could see where it would be yeah. an effective show for you, but right uh, for me it was like okay after one episode I'm like I can leave this on in the background and hear it, but I'm not going to sit and like fully watch it. There's there's three <laughs> versions of Top Gear, and then yeah the Great right. Tour because right. you have the the original 
British Top Gear, which has American, the same guys that are there. The then old. they have the American version. I think and then they have, have a new one that has um what's his name from Friends? Three. Joey from Friends. And oh it, no, is no, that no, also no, no. the American version? That's no? no, that's the British version. I I may have watched I, I know I did not watch the American and I know I didn't watch the new. The if American watched, one was garbage. Crap. If if well, I would have watched any Top Gear, it probably would have been the older British one. Mm-hmm. I think that's what Mike showed me a couple episodes of, but I know probably they're synonymous, you know. But but that doesn't matter, right? Because you assigned him the Grand Tour. No, and that's no, fine. It doesn't, and, doesn't matter at all. Yeah, and right. next week we might hear about Fantasy Island if he thinks that's what he has to watch. So. No, I think we're 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 definitely saying <laughs> Corey gave fine. his review of <laughs> Top Gear, but we'll let him he's, review it next gonna, week if he watches the wrong thing. So. He's gonna he's gonna watch the Grand Tour. I will watch the Grand Tour on yeah, top of whatever like else I get. I think he'll like it better. Oh, he's, yeah. he's, I already know he's going to hate it. He's just just no, based on like the it. fact that he, give he's going to have him, to do this again. Look, I just I I heard your review for Moneyball. I took a shot. Give him a chance. I I, 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 like I, I believe Corey's. I believe Corey's. Sure. You took a shot at something you liked and you gave to me, and I watched it. This is yeah, something he was not supposed to watch. You actually watched it, so let's assume something he was supposed to watch. And you actually watched it, so let's assume that Corey is actually going to watch the Grand Tour. Oh, Grand Tour is funnier than Top Gear. Let's let him I do definitely it. will. I also don't remember. I remember someone else watching the wrong thing, and I don't remember hearing a review on it. It was me. Well, the, there, that's it's happened, happened. No, it's, it's happened, happened a couple times. A few times. Yeah. yeah. I just happened yeah. to single Top because he's the one I remembered. Okay, moving on. I guess we're moving on then. Seventeen. All right. So new assignments. For next week, yes, uh, sir. I have drawn Corey. Todd, you have me. Corey, I just had you. Uh, I, I, dude, I'm just doing uh, the randomized Excel. Just Todd, take your pick and move on. The numbers are crunched, buddy. Numbers What's are crunched. Done is done. Corey, you have Greg. Greg has Nick, and Nick has Todd. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is That's anybody funny. is anybody ready to go first? Yeah, I might as well because he probably saw it. So I'm going to have to think of another one. Um, <laughs> Todd, Todd, have you seen Murder Among the Mormons? Todd, are you there? Uh, I'm here. I'm listening. I saw the thing with the Mormon dude who got blown up, who blew himself up, or whatever. But you, no, I don't think I have. No, I, I, I don't think that has anything to do with this. Oh, so but, you've watched a okay. lot. No, if of there's no explosions, Mormons. then I likely haven't seen it. Mormons like to blow things up. Murder among the Mormons. Right, well, it's on Netflix. Todd, in the next couple of days, take a look at it and make sure if you have seen it, then shoot Nick a text and let him know he can sign you something else. I will. Yep. Okay. Uh, Corey, I've got you. Um, I'm gonna try to since you've got another thing to watch. I'm gonna try to make this as easy as possible for you then. Uh, Corey, you have it's it's a movie called In a World. Okay, I'm going to assume you haven't seen it. <laughs> no, no, I have not. Corey, Nolan, In a no. World. <laughs> that, that's exactly that's exactly what it is. <laughs> so, In a World. All right. I'm pretty sure it's either Hulu or Netflix. Uh, okay, Todd, you got me. I do. I have a question. Remind me again. Can you, if I if I assign a sitcom, can I assign specific episodes, or do you get to? How does that work? If you really, really want to assign specific episodes, you can do that. You don't have to. Bob just did it with Seinfeld with Corey. I did. All right. Well, that well, here's the reason I ask is, let's say, like remember I asked Corey last week if he'd seen Blackish, and he said he had. 
And, but I'm like, did you see this app? Ep- you might not have seen this episode, especially if you didn't like it. Um, yeah, I think the ruling was if he had, well, I guess we, I don't know if we've really covered that. kind. No, of we, we have. Uh, okay, so what's the ruling, so the ruling was, uh, you can be assigned something only twice. Um, regardless of if it was specific episodes or not, you can't assign the same thing, but if you're going to assign a sitcom, let's say, and you assigned a, B, C, and D episodes, and you want to assign F, Z, X, and Y, uh, that's fine. But after that second pool, if the person still does not like it, then you can no longer assign anything from that. Hold on, but, but uh, as an addendum to that, I thought we decided that like if Todd assigns me specific episodes for Blackish, let's say, mm-hmm. after that, he can't assign Blackish anymore to me, but someone else can. But that's the correct. last time. That's correct. That's absolutely correct. Okay. So as the same person, if you assign Corey Blackish, he didn't like it, uh, you can't say, well, I want to assign you different episodes of Blackish. Right. Someone so else someone can. else can. Yeah. But but again, only with the two tier rule. Right. Got that second okay. time, Blackish is off the table. So yep. what do you got for me, Todd? So I can I'd like to reserve the right to pick the second one, but I definitely want you to see uh Blackish advance to go collect two hundred dollars. <laughs> that's the name of the episode? That is the name of the episode. All right, I'll tell you what. I'm just going to write down Blackish here. You text me the specific episodes you want, and I think there are 30-minute episodes, I assume, right? Yes. Yep. So you could send me up to four of them. Um, yep. And just, just let me know which ones. Speaking of, we'll collect, speaking of collect $200, Greg and his family play Monopoly with real money. <laughs> I was supposed to tell people that. I bet it gets real. That was a secret. I bet it bet it gets real interesting. Granny lands on freaking boardwalk with a hotel. <laughs> I'm on a fixed income. I, I lost twenty five dollars to my great grandmother playing penny poker. So, <laughs> all right, uh, that's awesome. Greg, you got Nick. I do. Have you seen McClintock? I don't know. Oh, yes, he has. <laughs> he, I was yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. June of yes. Uh, it sounded last year. so familiar. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yes. Um, well, I know I gave you True Grit. Did yes. I give you Rooster Cogburn after? Bob or did no, somebody he did not. It? No. No, Bob. No. no. Yes, you did. Uh, no, because no, he was going to sign you Rooster Cogburn. I talked him into uh, doing oh, True Grit. And yes, was Rooster Cogburn a character in True Grit? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But there's another so, movie. Okay. Got you. Right. Got you. I yep. follow up. Why do that? Because yes. yes. yeah. I'm like, I know that fucking name. Don't tell me because <laughs> I know that fucking that, name. That is why you know that name. All right. We'll go with that then. Oh, good pick. Perfect. Okay. Um, so that leaves. I have Greg. Yeah. Uh, you have Billion Dollar Wreck on the History Channel. I'm Jack Perkins. I love when Corey signs shit. I don't even bother to wait for the answer. I just start typing because I'm like, there's no fucking way he's seen this. <laughs> I uh, well, af- after our conversation a couple of days ago, I, I yeah, I I was like, yeah, he might have, but yeah, I, but you've I generally, don't... you know, like, oh, you got to watch this on the Oxygen Network. Like, no one's ever seen whatever it is that <laughs> oh. you're going to sign. You got to watch this on the Oprah show. Yeah. Hopefully, it's the on o- there. It's the O Network. <laughs> No, it's it, it's you just download the history app, yeah, and then connect uh, a server. Have you seen he steals? Have you <laughs> okay. seen he steals my money on Lifetime? It's fantastic. It's a good documentary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, so that's gentlemen screaming for the week. Uh, I got, I think, Corey, about twenty minutes until we're to the end. I got an article real yeah. quick. 
Okay, go right ahead. So it's not necessarily a booze news, but it kind of hit close to home literally. Um, something that popped up today that I happened to see um, from Press and Guide. So it says, uh, on January 2nd, 2000, a woman's partially clothed body was pulled from the Rouge River in Dearborn Heights. Uh, that ended up being the final case that caused John Eric Armstrong's killing spree to finally end, a serial killer. Armstrong was living in Dearborn Heights at the time of his arrest a few months after the body was found. At the time of his arrest, he was 26 years old and had a young child and another on the way. Armstrong's spree had stretched over several years across the globe as he used to as he used his position as a sailor in the Navy to kill between 5 to 18 women um, that are completely unaccounted for. He says the true total was never conclusive as investigators couldn't confirm all the deaths. Now, 22 years later, Armstrong is the last serial killer in the Metro Detroit region to be convicted. He's being featured in a series called Twisted Killers, which airs on the Oxygen Network, Bob. Yes! At (laughs) at 9 p.m. on Thursdays. Score! The intent was to either harm her or kill her or dispose of her her body. Don Riley, a retired Dearborn Heights police uh, officer, detective sergeant, said on the show... At the scene, the victim's hands were wrapped in plastic to preserve possible DNA evidence, and police spoke with the man who reported the body. He claimed that he stumbled upon the body when he fell, um, fell a little bit ill while driving and stopped his car to vomit, as we do. Armstrong was actually the man who notified police. So the actual serial killer was the guy who called the police and said that he was sick and went off to the side of the road to throw up and notice his body. The story was plausible, although the witnesses say that he was a bit squirrely, said Elizabeth Walker, retired Wayne County assistant prosecutor. After being interviewed by police, he was released. On January 3rd, 2000, an autopsy showed that the victim had been strangled. A rape kit was performed. Fingerprints uh, revealed the identity of Wendy Jordan, 39, who had been arrested previously for solicitation of prostitution in Detroit. Leads dried up, and investigators hoped rape kits uh, results would push the case forward in 2000, which took several months, said Riley. On April 10, 2000, members of the Violent Crimes Task Force in Detroit received word of a homicide near a railroad track. In all, the, in, all in all, they found three bodies near the railroad tracks, and all three had prior arrests for prostitution like the victim found in Dearborn Heights. Armstrong killings uh, took place from 1992 to 1999, says the search for the murder uh, intensified and the sex crimes unit and the homicide unit joined the case. Our concern was serial killers, obviously, said Gary Cliff, former commanding officer of Detroit Police Department. They tend to escalate, so we need to get this guy off the streets. This guy's a killing machine. Detectives thought that they had caught a break when they found a coat near one of the victim's bodies with prescription pills in the pocket with a name. The name matched the man with a violent criminal past and arrest record. The promising lead turned into a dead end, and the individual passed a polygraph test and was cleared as a suspect. The FBI's Behavioral Analysis Unit built a profile of the suspect, a white male who was between 25 and 35 years of age, who was, quote-unquote, getting sexual gratification from strangulation. Don Johnson, a former inspector for the Detroit Police Department, told prosecutors on the show, the strangulation was a part of the killer's sexual dysfunction, according to Tracy Benjamin, a retired LAPD investigator. There's some guilt, she said. There's some shame that's associated with this sexual act. Women who encountered the killer and survived 
turned out to be invaluable witnesses, including a 22-year-old woman that had been taken to the railroad tracks uh, seemingly to be killed. She ended up escaping and told police that the white male with red hair who drove a Jeep wore an Eric name tag on his shirt. Another victim, Wilhelmina Drain, corroborated those descriptions. A week before the bodies were found, she'd accepted a ride from a man who took her to the railroad tracks and attacked her. She fought back and escaped. She observed that he had a tattoo of a tiger on his arm. March 2001, Armstrong's trial for murder. Wendy Jordan began. The jury uh, returned with a guilty verdict. He was sentenced to life in prison without the chance of parole. The trial of the murder of Kelly Hood resulted in another life sentence. Armstrong pleaded guilty to second-degree murder for the killings and received an additional 31 years in prison. Today, Armstrong, 49, continues to serve uh, five consecutive life sentences, first- and second-degree murder, at the Cotton Correctional Facility near Jackson. Oxygen's true crime, Joe Demazenwicz, contributed to this report. So apparently it's a documentary coming out soon. I had no clue that there was a serial killer in Dearborn Heights. <laughs> right in our backyard. Isn't that crazy? Every city's got one. No, it's in my backyard. <laughs> I'm over here often enough. Might as well get my fucking backyard. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank, thank, thank God Bob stopped <laughs> prostituting uh, years ago. Well, you know. Or so we think. As far as you know. <laughs> but I thought that was interesting. I, I was blown away. I thought it was like one of those scam ads where it like plugs in like your age and stuff. And it's like, oh, 39-year-olds should be doing this if they want to have money by the time they're retired. And it like shows up <laughs> on Facebook. because so it's like Dearborn Heights cereal. I'm like, okay, this is just clickbait. But no, I was like, wow, that's crazy. But you clicked on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course well, he did. Well played. And it was real. All right, let's uh, let's jump into pick of the week, guys. We'll we'll save the game for next week. Sounds good. All right, so for pick of the week this week, uh, I'll kick it off if you guys want. Um, I'm going to go with a record I got for Christmas, uh, the Buzzcocks uh, album called "Singles Going Steady." The Buzzcocks are a UK band. Uh, this record was released in 1979, so it's a bit of an older album, but uh, this is been hailed i guess as the greatest album they never made because it's all it's their eight uh singles that they release in the uk and uh that's on uh lp number one and lp number two is all the b-sides for those singles i had never heard i, I don't own any buzzcocks i knew who they were i knew they were a band <laughs> thank god i did not take a sip of my drink right there <laughs> i looked directly at Corey. <laughs> he had to stop drinking but this band is, uh, I, I'd heard some of their songs. I just didn't know it was them. And I got to tell you, this this album, definitely check it out. Uh, check it out on Spotify. If you've if you got a subscription, you can find it there. Uh, check it out on Apple Music. If you've got a subscription there, you can find it there. Um, great, great shit. And I only found out after I listened to it that it was a big influence on Kurt Cobain and Nirvana um, and a lot of other grunge or punk bands that came after them so uh super super excited after i heard it and especially like the last track the last b-side on the last album was a song that i couldn't get out of my head for probably the next week so definitely check them out sweet todd you got something for us absolutely i do i have to i have to i have to pitch this this uh specific uh thing 
my pick of the week is Chef Zachary's Gourmet Spices. Uh, <laughs> please go to his website. I love it. I love it. Todd, clarifying question. Yes. You So you have a chicken coop out in the backyard. Yeah. Uh, and you obviously have a lot of other room and spaces around your house. How yes. many of those spaces are dedicated specifically to spices now? Or chickens. Well, eventually, I'm well, sure. I have, th- I have three dedicated spaces to spices. I'm, I'm, and I can only assume at some point there will be a spice rack in the chicken coop. <laughs> to reminding the chickens, they, yeah. yeah, reminding the chickens that they'll they'll be cooked soon. No, no, they're not going to be cooked. No. Todd loves his well, chickens. No. So, well, but, chickens actually love spices. They love oregano and ex- thyme and sage. Thank you, Todd. Exactly. They so yeah. if, if so, but yeah, I don't. They could use their my, own spice my rack. Current locations house have enough room for the chickens a, a seasoning blend as well. But you you have to hear you have to hear me out on this. Chef Zachary uh, has been making uh, seasonings for a while, and I've been buying them probably for twenty years. Uh, and re- recently, though, I thought that they went out of business. Uh, they have a, a blackened spice that I've been using for a while, and I make some really killer dishes with this blackening spice that, that uh, Chef Zachary has created. And the other cool thing is there's no salt in it, so you can actually really make it your own. But it's an incredible blend. And recently, for the last year, I thought they were out of business. Uh, and so I had been kind of hoarding my last uh, my last container of blackening spice. And I told Mary recently. Don't that we fucking had like touch one... that, Mary. Uh, no, no, Mary doesn't cook, but. I told her, I go, we have like one more swordfish steak and one more ahi tuna uh, cook, and we're going to be out, and I will likely never cook those two things again uh, because this that seasoning is such a great That's powerful. Uh, a thing, and I, and I hadn't been able to replicate it. But my sister came here for the holidays, and she actually, and I told her, I go, I was so desperate, I actually called them because I found one of the websites before it went, went off line and, and i called and it rang and rang and rang and by the way he's a detroit guy uh and i called it rang and rang and rang i was never able to get a old of him i'm like he went out of business this this number is going to be defunct soon my sister actually couldn't wasn't able to order the spices but was she did the same thing i did she called him uh told him the story and the guy sent her four packages of his uh black and spice which is spice which has changed names uh, and also his uh, Chelsea seasoning, which I still have and use. Uh, it is amazing. Uh, great spice blend. I know that I've taken a lot of time to talk about uh, spice. Salt over the podcast? Please. Yeah. <laughs> it's not no, salt. This doesn't have it's salt. This, salt. No, you did mention salt. salt. You mentioned that there was no salt, which gave you the opportunity to salt the fuck out of it. That's the third time this episode you mentioned <laughs> salt. i just like to point that out for the listeners. I like it might salt. not be as astute as the rest of us here. Exactly. But uh, anyway, that's my pick of the week. Please, 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 if you if you like good spice and seasoning that isn't too hot but is just right for many, many dishes, and if you want ideas, uh, I, I would re- highly recommend this. You can always count on me to hook you up with ideas and inspirations. Uh, actually, and actually worked, worked out really cool is since my sister got it for me, I was able to cook for her while she, her and her family were in town, and they both said that the salmon that I prepared – and the swordfish that I prepared was the best seafood they'd ever had in their lives. Uh, and I was still using a little bit of my rationed uh, blackened seasoning. So, Chef Zachary's, please go there. Please keep them in business. Uh, Detroit, all good stuff. <laughs> nice. 
All right, I got to jump in here real quick before we pass it on. I forgot, realized I forgot to mention that it was Laurie that gave me that Buzzcocks album. I'm probably going to catch a lot of shit if I didn't point that out. So, Greg. Go, Laurie. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, what do you got for us? Uh, I have the Streamlight 66608 250 lumen flashlight. Little pocket Ooh, flashlight. Uh-huh. Streamlight L-I-G-H-T or L-I-T-E like the kids say? L-I-G-H-T. Okay. Yes. Old school. So, How bright is it? Uh, 250 lumens. Um, hey, shine that into the camera so I can see. <laughs> the fuck? Oh, goodness. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Oh, you put my eye out. Two, 250 lumens is not that bright. Do it again. It's not, but it it's, is when it's you're a staring small, directly at it. It's a do small it again. pocket no, size. No, don't one. do it again. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Todd. One more time. You already gave your pick. <laughs> um, you know, for around 25 to 35 bucks, you can usually catch them on sale on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a, it's a really nice pocket. Rechargeable is, flashlight. Is it? Oh, it's rechargeable. Is it, Greg? Yeah, That's it's rechargeable. Huge. USB. That's yes. huge. Yes, it is a rechargeable yeah, flashlight. They make two versions of it. Yes, they I, have I, the battery one, which is like a hundred lumens, <laughs> and then yeah, and then this one is you know two hundred and fifty. Nice. It's a very nice little flashlight. Highly recommend it. Not a fan. No. I'm gonna say. Just look right Come here. Come on, man. <laughs> If you shine it, it just right, you'll see the silver of his eyes. I've Do already it. got these fucking lights <laughs> in my eyes. I don't need that. His cataracts will just bounce T- with that light. Todd's right? Venmoing me money to do it again right now. <laughs> I, know yeah, I know he is. Go fuck yourself, Todd. <laughs> so, uh, so my pick of the week uh, this week, uh, I got a bunch of stuff for the basement. One of the things I got, it's it's always a little chilly down here, and I don't want to, like I was telling the guys, I don't want to jack the heat up throughout the house if I just have to heat the basement. It's just going to jack something else. I'm just going to jack Bob off, that's all. Uh, but Looks like it's going to be a happy ending on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. But um, what I've been doing in the past is I, I have a um, like a break in my laundry line where it's a heat saver on, on the dryer where you can open it up, and instead of all that heat going outside, you can push the heat back into your basement, which is also super cool. But a lot of times, or what super I, hot. Yeah, that's funny. Um, Play it, sir. What what I found is that I don't need to be running the motor for the dryer and tossing around clothes or nothing for no reason. It's tossing. So, <laughs> so there's there's got there's got to be another way, and there is. So I purchased a Amazon Basics uh, infrared style heater but it's built into a cabinet, so it's kind of like an end table. You can put stuff on top of it. It doesn't get hot. Super, super awesome. Um, got, obviously, good reviews. Corey loves it when we talk about yeah, reviews. Yeah, always look at the reviews. Comes with, <laughs> comes with a remote. Um, right, right around 100 bucks. Right all cherry wood grain, or you can get it in gray. So Amazon Basics. It's the Amazon Basics cabinet-style infrared space heater. All right. Corey, what do you got? Nice. Um, my pick for this week is going to be, as you guys know, I've always been a fan of GoPro Uh, and I just today upgraded my GoPro with, uh, all the accessories for the wedding. Of course. Well, naturally. That's how I put it (laughs) off. (laughs) But yeah, I, I will be using it at the wedding, but, uh, it, it, I dude. this, by the way, that's the only thing he knows about the wedding right now is what camera he's going to be using. And what color he's wearing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. What color the ties Wisteria. are. Mm, Wisteria. <laughs> but, dude, the, the the new mods and everything they've made for the GoPro, it's phenomenal. Uh, I was able to hook it up to the mixer today while we've been doing the podcast. 
So I just kind of messing around with some other things. You guys look marvelous. For uh, by the way, it, well, <laughs> so but it 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 can be used as a secondary camera shot now. Uh, audio's mixing to it with the um, the new mod that they have for it. We were never able to do that before with uh, the audio. It was just crappy audio on the the GoPro. Uh, there's a light attachment. There's a, a built-in microphone that's a thousand times better now than than the old ones. Uh, so that's my pick. If you've, you've been thinking about 1, upgrading your GoPro. Times, yes, 1,000 times, Todd. <laughs> 1, Corey doesn't exaggerate. I mean, it, it's, no, it, that's, he's, done the, he's done the math. Three, that's straight three orders of magnitude. Three orders of magnitude. <laughs> yes. He's done the work. <laughs> so he's it, thorough, if nothing else. If, you, if you've been thinking about upgrading the GoPro, definitely do it. Or if you're looking in, you're, you're in the market, GoPro Hero 9, get all the accessories for it. You'll be more than happy. Now, does it come with the dildo handle, or do you just use it as that? <laughs> no, that's just from the bedroom. That's from the bedroom. So yeah. that's not even that's not even a GoPro handle. Do they make no. one that's 10,000 times better? Nope. They're only at, uh, at I think, 2,000 right now. I went for the 1,000 mark. <laughs> I think it's upside I, I, down. Yeah. They also make one that's that's 1,000 times worse. And that's for sale on yeah. Facebook Marketplace from Corey, if you want to look it up. <laughs> It's pretty cheap. I Great do. deal. It's a bundle. Entry you, level. Entry level GoPro. Do you have the old one on there? And that's the podcast this week. Please join us here next week for another episode of Schnozcast. On behalf of Nick, Corey, Todd, and Greg, we'll see you next week. <laughs>